2: Yo.
4: It's Grapsity. What we'll fill and read, trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads. It's D We're here to fill the void. Three black fans, different perspective. Got to fill your voice. Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies, in between. Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with fight for better fallback. Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat. No need to double check. These are all facts. You're listening to us talk raps you listening to what's talk graps. Will, filth and Reg. Yeah, we're a D here to talk graps. Yeah, we're a D here to talk graps.
5: Yeah, hope y'all ready. It's about to go down, <laughs> go down. Hey. I, I found exactly the
4: tweet it. that I was trying to look for before we started the show. He <laughs> said, I don't see Cena winging it. Somebody said that. I don't see Cena winging it. Boy, were they wrong.
5: it's johnson i don't i don't know what people were expecting like i got exactly what i was expecting. i said it on the show like two weeks ago when the match was announced so uh, i said oh you know john cena announced for a tag match you know how this goes he's gonna sit on the apron and like feign like he wants to be tagged in and it's not gonna happen till he's gonna come in do five moves of doom and like that's it that's 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 what he came back to do I wasn't like disappointed because I knew what this was going to be. Like, it, this is what he's done. This is, um, he wasn't going to take any bumps. He wasn't going to do any of that. He's going to come be John Cena and, and give you yeah. some some John Cena stuff. This wasn't all that different from like what he did at WrestleMania 30. This was less than 33. Right. Right. But, uh, nonetheless, I mean, look, look, he's. Good
6: y'all, look, y'all. Y'all got the inspirational standing, staring into the camera, and saying, "You know, I'm doing this for y'all." Ran down yep. to the ring, threw his head off, did like his running the ropes, and and high tag five moves of Doom. See you later, good night, guys. Have a safe ride home. Like
4: definitely, that was a house <laughs> show, a house show loop right there for Cena for sure. Definitely not the most disappointing thing on this show at all. I was expecting no, uh, but, that.
5: but like that. that yeah. that's the thing he because the example I pointed out was um I I gave Super Showdown 2018 where he tagged Bobby Lashley against Elias and Kevin Owens uh and this was the match it was the same exact thing like Bobby worked the majority of the match he hot tagged Cena Cena did a handful of moves and then called it a day like this, this this is the match you're gonna get if John Cena's announced for a tag match and that's okay like that's like I said, you only get two gears out of John Cena right now. And it's is this one or Big Match John. And Big Match John was not coming for this match. That that wasn't going to happen. Uh, so you got you got your two gears and you pull it off. That's what it is. Like, I'm not bad about it. Uh, what I'm happy about is that it's the end of 2022. Mm. Not that 2022 is a bad year. As a matter of fact, this is a great year. Um, mm. Depends on who you ask for. So, you know, if you... The, 20, 20, the end of the year is always a, a good time to reflect, possibly reset, or recharge, or keep moving forward. Um, and yeah, I felt like we had a great year this year, but uh, I know that the wrestling business was definitely, uh, it, it was a seesaw of emotions as the year went on. But it's already looking like 2023 is going to be, it's just gonna, it's going to kick off hot, it's going to kick off exciting. So, uh either way, I hope everybody's got some great New Year's plans and all of that. I'm Will Washington by the way, here on Grab City. Philip Lindsay's also here.
6: Yeah, uh I don't know, did we do anything last week? <laughs> really? I don't know. I don't, I, it seemed I like, know. you know, um there was like Pretty Christmas cold. quiet and, out here for your boys, it was, it was wasn't it? quiet out here for your boys. I don't know. <laughs>
5: I forgot this is the first show we've done since then. <laughs> because like, so here. much has happened. No, same here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, Righteous Righteous here.
4: In the building, it's your boy, Media Man, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster. End of the year. It's been a wild year. We ended it as wild as you can get. People have been talking very funny about us all week on, my, on Reddit. They be saying some funny shit about your boys on Reddit, I swear. And Will Washington on Reddit. Oh, my God. Well, Washington, you're next to Dave Meltzer on Reddit, dude. I swear, I swear. Maybe <laughs> you, you putting you put your tweets up, like, you'd be really bid. Maybe, like, no, well, Washington said it. It's it's the gospel. So that's what you are, man. Just take it.
5: I don't, and the thing is, I, I don't, like, I don't frequent Reddit. I, I get stuff sent to me by Reg, and then that's how mm-hmm. I, like, no, like, Reg is, is a Redditor. Um, mm-hmm. I... Reddit for me is, uh, I use certain subreddits to figure shit out when I'm confused. But other than that, like, I don't know. Oh, it's I, bad out
4: there. Don't get it twisted. I don't have fun when I'm doing it. It's mostly for research purposes. <laughs> awful. There's some awful takes on there. You think Twitter has some awful takes. Let these guys go off. Ooh-wee. It's
5: bad out there. Uh, no, I, I appreciate, though. I appreciate anybody sharing my my takes or uh, I guess, scoops in some case. Um, yeah, you, know, you got I some good
4: a, ones this week, didn't you?
5: I mean, yeah, you know, I'd, when wrestling comes to my town, I'm always going to make sure that uh, I got my ear to the ground on certain things. Um, of course, you know, uh, there was a story that came out on Fightful Select uh, this week uh, about changes to the show because mm-hmm. I had heard pretty early on, um, and I think I told you guys, but I had heard pretty early on Um, In the week that there was going to be some travel woes, people were telling me Monday that their flights were getting canceled, that they were trying to find ways into Denver. Um, But then also we had a giant snowstorm that hit Wednesday. So, like, uh, I think the thing that I was most impressed with was I heard Tuesday that Tony was having to make a bunch of changes to Dynamite. And I thought, ah, shit, what match is going to get canceled? And the thing I was impressed with was nothing. Nothing. Every match that was announced did make it. There were segments that they didn't get to do. And I know that Rampage was put together pretty last minute. Uh, But as far as Dynamite was concerned, every match that got announced for Dynamite was was there. Yeah, uh, Sean kind of hinted that I was going to tell a story this week. um, And really quick, I want to make sure that I tell everybody to get those Humper Chats and Super Chats in. Uh, YouTube.com slash Fightful is the way that you can uh, send in a Super Chat. Uh, and Humper Chats, of course, are sent over at HumperChats.com. They really help support what we do here at Fightful and, uh, they support your boys. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's always a good time. It's, uh, this was a good month, just period, December, uh, just in general. Um, and I really appreciate everything everybody's been able to do to help support us. Thank you for real bottom of my heart. Um, Sean, though, yesterday hinted that I had a story. Um, and really, it was just around uh, the main event of Rampage because uh, I, I think it goes without saying that I um, hung out with Swerve a bunch when he came into town because why wouldn't I, right? Like, this, this is, look, I, I've seen him a bunch this year because, you know, I've been to a whole bunch of AEW shows and I saw him perform in New Japan um, strong as well but the thing that uh he hasn't gotten to do is come to denver and so they came to denver so got to be here took a picture right over there people saw the belts in the background all of that uh but one of the things that i was not under the impression of was that he was wrestling um and uh that was because the match with Yuta was supposed to be next week um that was going to be the match for uh, Seattle. That was going to be his match for Seattle. Mm-hmm. And he uh, ended up working the uh, working that main event because there was so much shuffling. As we reported, Eddie Kingston was supposed to be on Rampage this week. They were going to do some follow-ups with the House of Black stuff. Um, Britt Baker was supposed to be on Rampage this week. Uh, and they didn't have her. They didn't have Soraya. Uh, there was yeah. uh, a lot of people behind the scenes they didn't have. And, uh, even as simple as like, uh, I know, um, Dakota Runnels, uh, you know, she does photography for AEW. She wasn't even able to make it. Uh, they, it was just, they were shorthanded. Um, but the fact that they were able to put that main event together, uh, I was really impressed with, and I thought it was a really good main event. I thought it was, uh, it was a good first showcase for Swerve as a heel and really getting to showcase the mogul affiliates. Um, because that's. Uh, obviously talking about the segment from last week, uh, I don't think, uh, they really stuck the landing on that one as far as introducing everybody. But, uh, and, and we talked about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about that a lot. What am I talking about? We talk about it on three different podcasts. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that it came together, right? Like, I feel like it, uh, um, I, to me, I think that the visual of the two of them, and I think one of the things that uh I think they needed to shift and change and to me, I think they did, was that uh Parker works best, just like in kind of silent menacing mode right. um and 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 kind of just standing talking. That's a big dude. I actually drove that guy around and like, I I have a little ass Nissan Leaf and this big ass dude getting out of my car look like a fucking clown car like that's uh, (laughs) as as we pull up to the destination and then all of a sudden it's just like I just see big ass dude get out of my little ass car Um, Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah I think that just him being in that mode I think is better for him as opposed to doing the Brock taunt right like we talked about that doing the here comes the pain Mm-hmm. uh press x and then <laughs> mm-hmm. after he throws the the lariat then he uh does the shoulder time yeah don't do that uh, right but but no yeah i thought the
4: um the presentation last night on rampage made this way better looking how they looked in the mark henry segment with them two of them behind yeah. swerve and how swerve was and then the match and everything i was like okay yeah i get it now yeah
5: I understood it. I get- I got my first vision of it. Uh, so I drove the three of them, uh, which was funny too, because Grandin is just like a, um, he's just a menacing looking dude with the tattoos all over his face. We pull up at the stoplight and his little kid like is just staring, uh, at the, <laughs> just staring out the window at him, just like, what is happening here? What? Uh, <laughs> uh, but we he, they had an interview to do over at um, 1047 The Drop here in Denver. And, um, which shout out graffiti who did the interview who also did our logo uh so things kind of mm. yeah came full circle um yeah do have graffiti design a Graffiti logo uh but he interviewed swerve um, and it was originally set to just be an interview with swerve but uh the idea of talking to swerve while having just these two heavy hitters just standing behind him just silently with their arms crossed, just staring, Uh I thought actually made it a great visual because he's, like, answering questions, but you just have these two menacing-looking dudes just standing behind him, not saying a word, and that's, I think, exactly what they need to be. Like, not a word. Nothing. Right. Heavy, um,
6: heavy hitters. Suckers, <laughs> suckers. <laughs> <laughs> so I,
5: I, I think the visual worked for that. But, yeah, so... um But, yeah, Yuta was supposed to be in the match in Seattle, and... Now that that's not the case.
4: We got a lucky change, baby. How did we (laughs) get here? I mean, I knew we were going to get here, and I'm very excited that we got here in Seattle, of all places. Swerves home. This is just the perfect pairing. AR Fox has been on a tear since he's entered AEW. You know me. I'm a huge AR Fox fan. Every match that he has is must-see. We all know about the Lucha Underground history, one of the greatest Lucha Underground matches of all time these two guys so for them to be able to do it on a big show AEW's kicking off the year starting over everything is just it's lit this match is gonna be on fire man i'm so excited i can't believe it
5: i can't believe it yeah yeah i mean i will say i was i would have liked to have seen what yuda was gonna do with the crowd against him um yeah. and kind of having to to work heel a little bit but uh because i think that would have been an interesting dynamic but at the same time i think um, having the Denver crowd behind you to uh, was able to make Swerve more effective as a heel, right. uh, and then against A.R. Fox, they can just kind of get into like this is awesome mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, yeah, that should be that should be cool. It should be exciting. I think people are really looking forward to that, and that should be uh, a dope match uh, in general. I'm talking about some of the super chats we got. Uh, we have. Uh, Haley Mann says, I got into pro wrestling because of my boyfriend six years ago. We watch y'all together often and always enjoy the discussion. Thanks for what you do. Thank you, Haley. That's pretty cool. awesome.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to both of y'all.
5: Yeah. Uh Cameron says, Happy New Year's Eve, guys. Uh, been a joy discovering you guys this year. Congrats on the TK interview and wishing the most success for you in 2023. Um, thank you for that as well. That ended up being our, I think, our most watched show. Yeah, for like it is definitely um, definitely. Is funny. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I sent you guys the image though that the uh, of the back to backs um, of the two most watched Grapsity episodes are the TK interview and the show we did after Tony's tweet last year. And so mm. side by side, it's like start of the year, end of the year, and those sandwiched were the two biggest shows we did. Um, Kenneth Love says, "Why didn't they pre-record promos for Rick Ross?" Who says they didn't. Um and Tony P says, "Uh, just <laughs> just here to pay Cam's nigga f- a fine from last week. <laughs> that comment was too weird. <laughs> Wait, don't say that. You're his, supposed to his, bleep it on his, there. We his what
4: fine? <laughs> what? Yes, <Yeah>. because remember? <laughs> oh, you didn't see you see the guy... comments.
6: I I, yeah. I did, but just uh, uh, the fine. Flying... Yeah, that's hilarious. It's wild. Um, the nigga fine is wild." <laughs>
5: Yeah, no, I'll
4: the i uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, I'm not supposed to say it.
5: Sleep. <laughs> no, but for real though. It, that, I mean that was a great episode last week by the way. Uh thank you Cam for coming through and mm-hmm. um and being Shout a part of that. Shout out to
4: Cam that. with this article if you haven't read it yet. He did not yeah, so with that, Sting. I don't mm-hmm. know how we got to Cam and Sting. But that's what this year is like, man. It's like that. that, yeah, that yeah, that's what we were kind of hitting at
5: last week. Yeah, they hit him in that interview with Sting. And he got some great info out of that uh, interview. The um, Sting talking about, his, you know, he knows his endgame at this point, and it's going to involve Darby. That's, mm-hmm. that's some great shit. Uh, that, uh, I ho- that Darby segment last
6: night was great. I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. it to be as good as it was. That was a great segment. Oh,
5: right. I was annoyed. If Sting was in town and we didn't get to see him. <laughs> nah, you were like, "Nah, I, I don't want this you're great like, backstage wait, segment. Come out here.
4: You're like, <laughs> Sting, was, Sting was back there and I didn't get to see him. Fuck this get, promo. Get out here.
6: We, we got all this snow outside. And we didn't get any snow inside for Sting. Come on. <laughs> I bet that's how I feel.
5: <laughs> get out I'm here. Like, wait, wait, wait. Sting was here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was. Um, unless they taped that at some other point, but regardless, right. that was, uh, <laughs> I don't know when that would have been taped, but like the fact that they showed a backstage segment with sting and well, like, we didn't see that in the arena at all. So I didn't see that segment till last night. And I was just like, wait, 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 when the hell was Sting here? Like this can't be, I was, <laughs> I felt a way about that. Um, Damn. but either way, cause man, what love John Moxley. But we had to see that Wild Thing entrance three times uh Ooh. in the show. Uh, <laughs> the, I was he, thinking when that when I
4: was watching the promo on Rampage, I was like, "Damn, Moxley is there again!" But I didn't know it was three times. It felt like that was just like because he cut their promo the, though. There was Ooh, him on the camera, and then he had some backstage. He had a couple of backstage things. Like he was on mm-hmm. camera a lot this week. So
5: yeah, th- it was a very Moxley heavy show. Like Moxley, you know, he had the tag match with Claudio versus Top Flight, uh, and. We had the Wild Thing entrance. He did the full entrance again during Rampage when he came out for that promo. Uh of course then we see him on the screen during the the face off Swerve and uh Wheeler. And then after the show was over, it was Moxley that sent us home. He came he did the entrance again. And <laughs> so <laughs> Again. We, got Wild Thing again? <laughs> we had Wild Thing three times because oh. while Wheeler was in the ring, because uh, after Swerve one and Wheeler's in the ring by himself. Then uh, Moxley comes out and he's like, "Give it up for Wheeler Yuta." And then he sends us home. He actually had a really cool message at the end. He said that uh, he was like, "In case he was like, a lot of you who were here last time, last time we were in Denver, it was March fourth, 2020 And he said, uh, "He was like, I just won the AEW World Championship. I got to come out celebrate with you guys as champion." And then I went home and found out the world was uh, shutting down. And he said, "You know we've been back on the road a lot, and we've been a whole lot of places. we've sold out our trash. we were uh, we sold out the United Center all this stuff, and then he goes, but I never felt like we were truly back on the road until I could come back to this building, uh the last place I was before the world shut down wow. <laughs> and and close it out and so I was like, Damn, that was cool, and I like got a pop from the crowd, and people were mm-hmm. happy with that message and uh thank been- you, Deva." yeah Yeah, i mean as i said broomfield is not denver um Mm. and that is like a really important distinction i mean uh, it's like if you take the freeway you could probably get to downtown denver in about 20 minutes Mm. assuming there's not a snowstorm the yeah. people I know who were in the snowstorm—if you watched it *After Dynamite*, you heard Darren Reynolds tell the story of how he left the arena 9:30, uh, which was around the time that Rampage let out. He did not get home till like one in the morning, almost two, ish, because uh, traffic was moving at like three miles an hour. It was bad. It was a really bad yeah. snowstorm. I I was just like, I, I stayed in a hotel. I, I stayed in a hotel near the arena and I'm like, I'll go home in the morning. And that was,
6: yeah, it was, oh man, that weather all, over the weekend was awful. And then it just jumps up to like 50, 60 degrees this week.
5: Oh yeah. Right now it's currently 50, not a cloud in the sky, but that's the thing is that snowstorm. Because like in Colorado, snowstorms pass very quickly, but they'll dump huge. So it was like uh, we got hit with, so when we walked into the arena, no snow whatsoever. Uh, There was not even a snowflake had fallen when they let us all in. And Dasha tells us on the microphone, hey, get home safe because it looks like shit out there. Uh, when they sent us home, Moxley said the same thing. Mox is like, "Hey, yeah, get home safe, guys, because it does not look the same as it did when you walked in." Damn. We get outside, just like blizzard conditions. It, it, there's inches upon inches of snow on the ground. It's barely visible at all. You see cars just slipping and sliding everywhere, and it's like it did not look like this when we walked in. And the next morning, clouds are gone, sunny. It it, it just came. Dropped all that shit on us and left. And that was it. It was a few hours, but it was a bad couple of hours. So,
4: I keep thinking uh, you're wearing that red uh, back to Cena, the red Cena shirt that he used to have. I'm like, why is <laughs> Will we wearing that Cena shirt right now?
5: This is actually my Rangeview Raiders uh, t-shirt. <laughs> I went to Rangeview High School, and I was just like, threw on the first shirt I could find out of a drawer, and this was it. This is the high school I went to, Rangeview, um, in Aurora. Rangeview and. Yep, that was it. That was uh, I don't know. <laughs> don't look up any stats about Rangeview because you'll, be like, <laughs> you'll be like, how is Will Smart at all? Um <laughs> like this <laughs> You're in the one percent. That, that 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 school uh I think <laughs> failed its students more than like any other school on earth. It is uh it it, it, it was definitely a, a nightmare of a school, but hey it's Rangeview, who cares? Those who went know that it, it's it's something we were all loyal to, but it was also some shit went down at that school that some people just don't talk about. Mm. Our security guard had a relationship with a student, and we knew it. Yeah. Like, everybody kind of knew it. It was it was bad. Yeah. I, it was, you knew better, dude. You knew way better. Ooh, uh, so right? it's, it's, <laughs> is he locked down? Did he ever – he got away with it? Oh, him? yeah. No, that man got – he was like it, it he wasn't like significantly older he was like maybe like 22 um gotcha. but like old enough like it was bad um and it was the senior so it was like 22 and like 17 which mm-hmm. like when you're in your like late 20s like if you were 27 to 22 that's not so bad but uh yeah don't fuck around with high school students like Mm-mm. that's the lesson here and yeah, that's definitely one of those kanye lines that didn't age well
6: how old is that old enough.
4: Yeah, not uh Mm-mm. <laughs> no, did not yeah. age well.
5: Nope. Yeah, that was uh but like I said, he was 22, so he was one of those like security guards that was always kicking it with the students and like you know, everybody always went to him for weed. Like that was uh <laughs> He was wildin'. He was. Like, everybody knew it. And it was like, nobody said anything until he got in trouble for fucking with the student. And then they were like, and oh, yeah,
4: was... he sold me weed, too. And they were like, well, yeah. why did you never
5: say anything? <laughs> <laughs> no, that yeah. brother got in a whole lot of trouble. Hmm. Uh, let's see. We have uh, Kenneth say. Oh, wait. We read that one already. We What didn't we read? Chris says... You guys had a great 2022. Thank you, Chris. And I hope you get uh, you keep getting more interviews and more opportunities in 2023. Happy New Year, guys. We're going to have more interviews. That's that's without question. Shout out. Um, Shout
6: out to the doc that I was just given notice this morning by him that people thought this man was black before he changed his uh, profile picture. (laughs) So I'm glad that he could change that. He could he could straighten that up for you guys. no, but great, great. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw that message like right before he started recording. I was
5: like, "Wait, what?" Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, I'll say this about Chris, though. Uh, Chris deserves a lot of the credit for the basically the interview structure of 2022 for us, because mm. uh, Chris got us the interview with Jade, and that yeah, kind of set the, everything in motion. Um, yeah that was exactly how that interview happened was Chris Crown, crowning achievement yeah. that, that episode. Yes, yeah. Shout out, <laughs> shout
4: out to Chris. Cause it's been super lit since that Jade episode, honestly. So yeah.
5: Yeah. That, that honestly was what did it. That's that was wheels in motion for interviews on grab city. Like, you know, we had had, um, you know, the captain had appeared on the show. That was a very impromptu thing. Uh, shout out captain, by the way, I, I got to see him, um, and talk to him. The, Big shout out to captain,
6: week. man. Um, I did think him when we uh, interviewed uh, Tony because I'm like, yeah, he came in and he uh, took the pressure of having to do that New Year's Day episode and uh, he did great. And I think a lot of things he said on that episode have kind of come to fruition. So I think he deserves his flowers for that.
5: Yeah. I had uh, something pointed out to me by uh, um, high ups in AEW uh, about the card this week, uh, which was that it's, I think... Almost sixty percent black, if I'm not mistaken. It's uh, there are thirteen people booked in match at thirteen. That can't be right, can it? No, fourteen. It has to be fourteen, <laughs> because uh, no, god damn it, I'm just gonna look at the card. Uh, <laughs> I was like thirteen. That can't be right because that's an odd number. You can't have an odd number of wrestlers because there's no like handicap matches. <laughs> um, but the oh, I know where. I can pull up that card. Well, regardless, I know that nine of the participants in the matches are black wrestlers. There's what you got: Swerve and A.R. Fox. You have both members of the Acclaimed. You got Jay Lethal. You've got uh, Jade Cargill. You've got Ricky Starks. You've got uh, Kiera Hogan, and you've got Red Velvet. Like Mm. that—that's a really large portion of the Seattle card that is black performers. You kidding me? Let's go, baby. That's exactly the thing we've been... Well, honestly, um, I was going to say that's exactly the thing we wanted to see, but it's almost an oversampling um, when you think about it. <laughs> uh, but regardless, that's I won't complain about that. Are you kidding me? Getting to see more black wrestlers on my TV. Uh, but yeah, that's just the representation on that show is is exactly the thing that we've said we've wanted to see. And to see that much is actually really cool. Um, and to see it all kind of happen in a natural way, right? Like uh, it doesn't necessarily feel tokenized in a way because everybody who's performing on this show has gotten there organically or as at least in an organic spot. Maybe you could argue Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett really have it, but nah. hey the rap was the rap was good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I thought the uh I thought
6: the uh, acclaim spot this week was great. Um, My their videos, their <laughs> videos are always better than their freestyles to me. I always think the videos are much funnier. And I think that uh, Max Caster's raps in them are usually better. Uh, I thought this was incredible. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm.
5: No, honestly, uh, he had some bars there. Like the, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, it's a scheme like gold, Global Force Gold was a really good line. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I didn't think anybody would ever drop that one on TV. Uh yeah, stealing money like you stole Kurt Angle's wife. Like, mm-hmm. that, <laughs> that
6: why She wasn't feeling that either. She was, yeah, no, no. She was, watch your mouth. <laughs> yeah,
5: she was not feeling that. A little too that. real.
4: <laughs> <laughs> too close to home.
5: <laughs> Jay Lethal was at the top of ROH through the bad years. Like, what?
7: <laughs> <laughs> kind of cooked Jay, too, man. He was like, nah, ah, man, I, I ain't
6: never had to ca- copy Macho Man to get over. Oof. Oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah.
5: Ooh, ah, ah, yeah. <laughs> I got a better elbow drop? Now, nah, honestly, I think that was probably Caster's like hardest diss. And then the fact that he said um, you're the worst Jeffrey since Dahmer, and then tweeted mm-hmm. he was like uh, I had a different Jeffrey in there, but uh, I had to change it. And I'm like, oh my god, he had Epstein. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's
4: really bad. yeah. He probably <laughs> good reason to cut that one. I think. <laughs>
5: Yeesh. Uh, so, whew, either way, tough. <laughs> um, at the end of the day, that was that was a good one. But yeah, no, but like I was saying, just thinking about the fact that the acclaimed is is, is it has gotten naturally over. We're in the midst of um, swerves uh heel ascension and so that that's happening very naturally and obviously he's going to be on the show cuz he's from Seattle but then like Ricky Starks is has just had a natural baby face rise facing Chris Jericho like he belongs in that spot Jade Cargill and we uh we got a little bit of a payoff uh or not payoff but we got some story advancement last night and mm, we the...
6: how can they coexist tag match mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm.
5: <laughs> but yeah because we saw Jade uh you know, she was taking it to Kiera Hogan, and Red Velvet stood up for her friend and uh, stood up to Jade, which we've been talking about for a little bit. We, you know, they've been kind of hinting at this and building to this for quite some time. It's been pretty much since Red Velvet's been back. She's kind of had a look on her face of like, "Yeah, Jade's gonna do her thing," uh, but
0: I'm not with it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash fightful.
5: Look, I know people have certain things in mind for who should beat Jade Cargill, but honestly, to me, the most, again, talking about organic rises and organic things, the most organic story you do have is Red Velvet.
6: It's there. Yeah. She's her longest standing rival in the company. Um, they mm-hmm. have the most history together. it make a lot of sense for her to beat her. I don't think she's going to, um, yeah. but I wouldn't be upset if that was the end of the streak. Right,
4: I mean Jade's first match. Who was across the ring from her? Red Velvet. Like this, there's history, very long-standing history. And Red Velvet has been on fire since she's been back. Like how her, her facials, how she's presenting herself when she's in the ring. Like if anybody is ready to beat Jade, I think
6: Red Velvet is she looks, very uh, high on the list. She looks hungry. She looks like uh, she's been ready to come back.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, nah, honestly, that that would be kind of a cool story. I think is. Um... Just kind of a, I don't know, the the one that knows Jade best finally has her number, like the one who kind of beat her from the inside. Like, uh, we were enemies, I got close to her, I got to know her, and now mm-hmm. I beat her, like that would be a story.
4: That is good. Yeah. And shout out to Kiara having her uh, blue hair back,
5: because, you know. Uh, Ki- <laughs> she actually looked great in that match. No, I, I, I think
6: that people kind of undersold how good that match was, because mm-hmm. so much was going on in the episode, but... I think when they give Kiara a chance to wrestle, she's been fantastic. She's great.
5: Uh, I mean, I will say, this, so two things. <laughs> One, Kiara, I love Kiara. I will say, I feel a certain type of way when I'm in a crowd and Kiara's wrestling and I have to chant Hogan. because, <laughs> And I see I mean... people, and people around me are chant Hogan and I'm like... I we guess, gotta, like, Hogan, oh, Hogan. Oh, yeah. She's got like,
6: to start cupping that ear, man, and, and uh-huh. poking up. <laughs> no way. Please don't.
5: You. Please don't. I know, it's like look, there's two black people in the ring and I'm chanting a Hogan. Like something feels wrong here, but I like, know. Can
4: we, can we get a, a Kiki chant started out here? That sounds way better than
5: Hogan. Yes, yes. Everybody should it? just start chanting it every time. Kiki,
6: do you love me? <laughs> way better.
4: Way better than that Hogan shit. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> like I said, something feels wrong chanting a Hogan at, at anything, let alone uh, in a match with two black. Suits. Nah,
6: we black might be women. on. we might be on to something, man. We might have to start getting this
5: Kiki do you love me <laughs> <check on. laughs> I like it. No, nah, b- or honestly, maybe like it is a kind of a thing of only Hogan. We acknowledge just Kiera. Ah, like man. that that honestly. <laughs>
7: it's just too uh, weird yeah
5: it's weird but I will say that because like the crowd wasn't really into the match to start but when red velvet grabbed Jade's hand that like got like people stood up there was like oh like we weren't we didn't see that coming and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden everybody got into Kiara's flurry of offense from there and it was a cool little like just a little cool little sprint I think that that came after that so right it was good stuff Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of that.
4: I think Jade's going to have a couple more matches like that until the 50th, until she's going to hit 50, because people don't believe that anyone's going to beat her up to the 50, I think. And so it's going to be like that, I think.
5: Well, what's interesting is that I think they're going to do the Jade match on Friday. That's my, my theory is that, uh, they got battle of the belts coming up or the Jade and, um, red velvet match. I think they're going to do Friday um that's that's what my gut feeling on that is just because you got battle of the belts coming up um and like jade's front and center on that poster so obviously she's defending a belt there i think they're gonna do it friday if she does lose it friday
7: Mm. 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 uh,
5: you kind of accomplish two things really uh which if she were to lose the belt friday let's just say hypothetically she does thursday is the one-year anniversary of jade's reign so she will have officially still been champ for one year but if she loses it friday Sheeta's record is still protected as longest reigning aew champion Mm. because she had it like 370 something days she had it like hers did exceed um the full year and I don't know. I feel like that is something worth protecting. I feel like Sheeta should continue to have that right. Like if Sheeta never gets another title in AEW, she should at least be able to hold on to the idea for a while that she was the longest reigning champion AEW ever had across any title.
6: Right. Yeah. Um. I don't think she's gonna lose. So. Yeah. I I don't. I I think that. I think that sounds good. But I don't think she's gonna lose. And I mean, I think there's still stuff to pay off with her reign. Um. I don't know where the Bow Wow stuff disappeared to. I'm sure that's right. back up to. So, yeah,
5: I don't know.
4: Speaking I mean, of
6: women's champions, do you guys want to talk about the
4: worst thing to happen on television no, hold on, last night? Hold
5: on, hold on, hold on. Like, we can't oh get here. Oh, my go it. God. Wait wait, 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 I watched hold, that, too. Oh, like, what like, that's what are precious, you talking about? Hold on, That's the freshest
4: thing on my brain right now, and I'm like, What are you talking
6: about? Worse? God. What do you mean, worse?
4: That was Br- God-awful. God, we we
6: saw a lot of oh, women's ta- oh. we saw a lot of women's championships this week because um, we saw uh, Dream Queendom-, Queendom this weekend. What do you mean?
4: Mm-mm. Last night, worst shit that ever happened. I love this wait, person, wait. Too. She's great, what? but that shit was terrible. <laughs> How are you gonna do a money in the bank cash in with no money in the bank money briefcase? In the bank cash. What the fuck is going on here? She doesn't have a she briefcase. Don't, she don't, don't need. She that. don't need a
6: briefcase. She is the opportunity. What do you mean?
4: What? That's not <laughs> how these things work. That's not how any of this works. Charlotte
6: Flair is the opportunity. She doesn't oh, need a briefcase.
4: <laughs> so anybody could just do anything, is what you're saying. I mean, if you got cloud, if you got a fucking wrestling cloud like Charlotte, you can. Listen, just be like, man. Oh, if I you're Charlotte Flair right now.
6: and you could come out and spread your arms out and and, and, and turn around in <laughs> a circle. No, bro. She is the opportunity, man. It's WrestleMania season coming up. Miss WrestleMania is back. What do you mean?
4: <laughs> spread your arm. She did do a lot of that. Spread arm out. That Come on, man. In. She's like, look spread at her your arm. wings okay.
5: and fly away, baby. Okay, because I I, I I I did genuinely like SmackDown last night. I think that there was uh some don't give me that look, Rich. No, there was,
4: <laughs> that was terrible, terrible.
5: Look, look, I genuinely did like SmackDown last night. I I uh, you
4: like the first part.
5: No, that shit is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it is, again, it's not for me. Uh, all right? That is,
4: <laughs> I'm trying to find the words. Nah, come on, funny. man. We're, we're, again, we're, um, we're, um...
5: we're, we're getting a Mountain Dew
6: Pitch Black match at oh. Royal Rumble. That is the official announcement coming I know. down the show.
4: Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Are they going to send us Bru- the, the blindfolds? Because I don't want to see this <laughs> shit either. Like, send mine in the mail. I'll put it on. Is this Bird Box? they going to send you me the blindfold. To, uh, keep me the blindfold. I'll, t- I'll put the blindfold on while the match is happening if that's what you want. Nah. Probably.
5: Okay, what what I did like from SmackDown was like you know Sheamus, I I think he should be in the conversation. He was nominated in the Fightful Awards uh, for Wrestler of the Year. I think Sheamus has had just a phenomenal run this year as a singles performer. Um, him and Solo, I thought had a great match. Yeah. Um, and I think credit words do. I think Ronda had the best match of this run. Uh, since she's been back with uh, uh, Raquel. As, as, or, no, as Michael Cole would say it, Raquel Rodriguez um, and uh, Rodriguez, Rodriguez, but
6: Rodriguez. No, <laughs> she, she has good chemistry with Raquel. I think they had good matches across the board since
5: um, Ronda's been back. Um, I haven't been a
6: big fan of some of the Ronda matches, but usually when they have matches, they're pretty good. Yeah.
5: So they, they were a good combination and uh, they worked well together. I thought it had a great finish too. Um, yeah. I really I like liked the finish. finish. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was a really dope finish. Uh. Yeah. I mean, look, as soon as Charlotte came out, my brain went to how are they about to put the belt on her? Because. Come
4: on, man.
5: (laughs) Charlotte has so many. Like, Cena kind of has this problem, too, where, you know, he's a 16 time champion, but, like, there's a good number of reigns in there that were just like. We bullshit. threw it on him, and it was – yeah, they, he has a few bullshit runs. Charlotte, uh, I think, is worse. She has – you know, she won that belt at Money in the Bank uh, 2019, and they got cashed in on immediately, so it was just another, like, tally. Um, is uh,
6: it's Cena's last reign the time he beat AJ?
5: Yes, and he had
6: it first. Oh, you know where that led. Cena Cena winning, going on to the Elimination Chamber to lose to Bray Wyatt, and Bray Wyatt lost to Randy Orton, who lost to – Gender ball
4: <laughs> <laughs> Do not bring it back around full circle, Phil. <laughs> Absolutely not.
5: I've tried not to pick on gender anymore, but man, don't no hinder gender. Should... <laughs> but, but man, does the shit keep coming up? God, every <laughs> week with this shit, man. Gender
6: wasn't that bad. I mean, look,
4: twenty sixteen. He...
5: I mean, and he just had a match with Bray. He had multiple matches with Bray Wyatt. Uh, Bray Wyatt broke fingers in, um, in matches with gender this week. Because uh, on the live event tours, I think he did like four matches with Bray Wyatt uh, over this past week. Yeah, so, something
4: like that. Um, that. That has to be pretty tough breaking some fingers, though. Like, I, you know, but these are that, all groups Yeah, could that,
6: hurt. that tweet was that tweet was really funny to me. People were like, "Oh, can we now say that this was cool?" And I was like, "Look." Don't get me wrong. Um, that championship win, I don't know if you guys know where that happened. It happened. Yeah, it was state, Arena. state Arena in Chicago, yeah. Illinois. Um, um. That wasn't very funny to me as a guy that did not like Randy beating Bray, and I thought that that was a waste of Bray's first world title reign. Yeah, I thought it was very funny. Um, as somebody yeah. that had no interest in Randy as champion at all, I thought it was extremely funny. Um, but right. would I say it was cool? I don't know. Let's not go yeah. that far. Um uh, it was it was some fun ironic things to laugh at about that rain, but let's not uh, let's not get too generous here, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah like no, as cool
4: far is as not. Too, I think, is a cool thing to because a lot of there's some people on my timeline that are like, hey, like a uh, heritage, gender that was a big deal. What he represented, and we never want to shade oh. like what he represented because that is yeah, cool. Uh, you know, man,
6: look, the, the...
5: I, 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 I... <laughs> I, I can I. Can I just
7: uh, Have fun make with one?
5: Sli- I just I, one slight argument to that. It'd be like I'm not gonna take away from anybody's feeling of look, we're being represented. But personally, I would not want to be represented as the enemy of the United States. Like that was the yeah. issue I was having was that like he was just coming out and being like generic foreign heel in a time right. where. What beef does are we supposed to have with India? Like I didn't right. get any of that. Like crowds are chanting USA, USA at Jinder Mahal and I'm like, "Why? What are you doing to Yeah, that was what stupid. Did... Yeah, but he did
6: he did have a point when he first came out. Some of the stuff he was saying about why people were booing him um was on, actually on point him saying that, you know, you guys are only booing me because you're xenophobic and all this other stuff all that stuff was on point and i was like he's not really wrong about that and then he proceeded to cut that racist promo on shinsuke and all of yeah. that just went out the window <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs>
5: okay i see it um but as far as charlotte flair is concerned charlotte flair yeah. is the new um Smackdown 14 time show. 14 get, time get her numbers right 14 this time she's a 14 time to- and the funny thing <laughs> the champion n- that number keeps shifting because uh, originally they were counting the NXT women's title in that count. And they were like, ah, that gets her to 16 too fast. Um, and so they were like, actually, those NXT reigns don't actually count. Even though she won the Royal Rumble and used her Royal Rumble win on the NXT title, that right. now doesn't count toward her world title wins. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, but... Just <laughs> so... a waste of time,
4: yeah.
6: Charlotte. You wasted your time. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't know what to make of this. I, of course, I'm getting jokes off because I thought it was hilarious. I thought her uh, celebrating in the crowd, um, hugging kids, and like, like, like raising her arms. And just, I, I thought all of that was very funny, but and it was just so. Why did this delightful. happen, though, Phil? What what happened yeah, here? Why? It was it was just such a Charlotte and WWE thing to do. There's no right. self awareness here. Just the thought that people wanted Charlotte back that bad. And I did want Charlotte back because that division definitely needs her, but they need her. don't need her as champion right not away. Like, not <laughs> like
4: that. They don't need her like <laughs> that.
6: And so this is just like, this is WWE and the monkey part that is WWE. we have been saying for weeks, like, man, when is Charlotte coming back? We got Charlotte back. So she's back champion.
5: Um, and don't get me wrong. <laughs> and last time we saw her, she was champion. So it's not like yeah. she... but and And, and so... I was having a conversation with somebody about this yesterday, um, and we were talking about the fact that uh, when Charlotte she won the title, of course, and um, I feel like these moments work where all of a sudden there's an impromptu title match mm-hmm. and title match goes very short. New champion. We've seen that quite a few times. I get why it works. But man, has that, I think, well been run dry. Yeah. Uh, I, I, if I don't see another one of those for a while, and that's why I'm so anti-money in the bank, mm-hmm. is uh, I, I just think we've seen it way too many times. I, I can't believe just since 2006 how many times the record books have a sub-one-minute match that has a new champion crowned and uh across like all the titles we just saw this last year with the return of becky lynch on uh bianca belair like we've seen this kind of exact scenario a a large number of times
6: yeah Um, and i mean i'll at least give them credit that that eventually paid off um Mm -hmm. it did but Uh, i with this i guess we have to get in the timing of it that like that report came out this week that they may be scrapping uh ronda versus becky and so maybe they're doing something else heading into WrestleMania. Um, it, I hate to admit it, it is kind of an interesting way to shake up the SmackDowns women's division, and it needed it. Um, Are I you don't telling me we're the, getting
4: Becky and Charlotte at WrestleMania? Come on!
6: I I don't know what we're getting, but it seems like they're they're shifting the plans for something.
5: Um, but man, well, the interesting thing was the rumor uh, that came out yesterday that is clearly not correct um is that it's now gonna be uh rhea ripley versus ronda which my brain immediately went to how because nobody's gonna cheer ronda right now and Rhea like you would be essentially torpedoing Uh,
6: at wrestlemania i think people would cheer
5: ronda because that the WrestleMania crowd isn't the same crowd that comes
6: all year round. That's a crowd that too. comes specific like for said, WrestleMania. Yeah, no, I They're gonna I still, cheer Rhonda. I,
5: I don't know though. I feel like it's also a lot of pe- a lot of travelers and I feel like if anything it's definitely got a lot of that kind of internet heavy crowd. Um and, At WrestleMania?
6: No, I don't agree. Oh. I, I I WrestleMania
5: is a lot of casuals in the WrestleMania
6: crowd. They're gonna cheer
5: Ronda. <laughs> It, I don't know. I just don't feel like Ronda, like, she's been working such a strong heel these last couple of months that I couldn't see her in that position. And then you'd also be torpedoing everything that Rhea's doing right now with with Dominic that's actually working for her. And so when I heard that match announced, I thought, uh, I don't see that. I, I don't see how you get there. Um, now, I could see a rematch, Ronda versus Charlotte. Um, that could go Please Please the man. other direction. I, uh, I don't want that. Um, but Wait, wait,
6: wait, wait, wait. Why is that? Why do I not want that rematch? Do you remember Mm -hmm. the WrestleMania match this year? It It wasn't hidden. I thought the backlash match was all right, but this the, the WrestleMania. No, 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 match? no.
5: Sorry, did I say Ronda versus Charlotte? I meant Rhea versus Charlotte. My bad. Oh no, Rhea, oh, versus, yeah. Charlotte yeah. Rhea, Rhea versus Charlotte. Oh Rhea versus Charlotte. I mean for
4: that, yeah, yeah. I think that. Yeah, totally sorry, did. I
5: I thought I said Rhea out loud, but yeah, no, that's why I was like, what are you talking about? R- Wait, we don't know. Yeah, Ronda and then Rhea. when you said WrestleMania, <laughs> yeah, I, I my brain kept thinking. I thought, I'm thinking I'm saying Rhea here, and then when you said WrestleMania this year, I'm like. But No, that was WrestleMania like three years ago. What are you <laughs> talking about? And I'm like, oh, okay, I misspoke. Yeah, no, and I they, meant...
4: they they did it in front of the pandemic crowd too, right, when they did the Ronda? Yeah. I mean, the Rhea. Now you got me saying <laughs> <the Rhea. laughs> it. <Right. laughs> yeah,
6: I I don't know where they're going with this. Maybe they're trying to make uh, Shayna and Rousey tag team and they're going to go for the tag titles. I don't know. Uh... Um, uh, But I, I think they needed to do something because Ronda's – Rain wasn't hidden, like no, it's just it no real heat around it. I don't like any of the character stuff she's doing, like even the she promo went. stuff she did last night when Charlotte came out was not good. Oh um, God, that was awful. It, it, yeah. So I just think Ronda's not hidden, and I think they got to figure a way to retool Ronda and repackage her in a way. Uh, before but, WrestleMania. Uh, uh, the thing that sucks
4: is Shayna has been doing so great. Like everything that Shana doing is awesome, right? It's like, damn, I, man.
6: I hate it. I hated how Shayna got pinned the week before. I thought that was incredibly
5: stupid. Uh, so, like I said, though, um, yeah, it, it does feel like plans are, are shifting very quickly. And the Rhea versus uh, uh, Charlotte just kind of makes sense. Because now you can kind of – I feel like with all the the momentum that Rhea kind of has, you could kind of position her to win the Rumble. Um, and I think she should. Uh, because – Yeah.
6: Then yeah, I I mean she's got a few options, and I think Charlotte is probably like the third best option out of them. Cause I mean I think all of the stare downs with Becky have been way more interesting, and I think the mm-hmm. prospect of Rhea versus Bianca is more interesting. Um, I don't know. I I think that I think that Charlotte versus Rhea can be good, but it's not my top
4: option. What's uh, happen- I would what like to say- Becky then that, that they can't run Bianca and Becky again at WrestleMania. You know what I mean? They like, really
5: no. shouldn't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there there's, there's suddenly options though. And things, the problem is whatever one side does, it feels like the other has to do some kind of retread and that kind of sucks. Um, that it's like, you got a fresh option on one side, but as if you do one's fresh option, you have to kind of go backwards on another one. So it's gonna, gonna be say, well, an this interesting gonna, WrestleMania this gonna, season. This is gonna what?
4: eliminate that uh, Charlotte and Becky. Because remember, Phil was saying that, that he thinks it was gonna end up Charlotte and Becky, who's the two-time winner. This is gonna eliminate the Charlotte being a two-time winner thing. But she might be in it still with the belt, knowing Charlotte. <laughs> she don't care about shit. Uh, <laughs> maybe they
6: did that last year. That was uh, <laughs> right. She entered the rebel. That's, <laughs> That's right. That won the champion. She could do she it was... again. <laughs> Hey, here, here to play devil's advocate. Maybe they cleared that off the card and they made her champion to get her out of rumble. So Sasha could be in a rumble. So let's talk.
5: <laughs> <laughs> last week, I said, last week, I said, after the Tony Khan interview, I would drop a new percentage. And I did. And uh, I said, 90%. Uh, There was a certain question shout out to Phil Lindsay, who uh, asked the question and I feel like the answer you got um, told a really interesting story. So I want to read a quick super chat here. Uh, This one is from Atlas Earth. It says, uh, uh, let me make sure I get the whole thing in here. But Atlas Earth said, uh, what are y'all's thoughts that maybe Dwayne won't do mania because of the perception of failed DCEU actor forced back into wrestling, especially if he loses to Dwayne as well? I joke, but Dwayne still likes to book himself strong. So the reason I wanted to read that one specifically is because... we talk about expectation setting and mm-hmm. uh, and managing expectations and how AEW and WWE both know how to and how you notice you're starting to hear rumors that Rock may not be at WrestleMania for all the stuff we've talked about. Now the word is starting to get out there that it's possible he's not there. Expectation management. That is a thing that wrestling companies know how to do. You know to get certain things to the right people to make sure that you're starting to get... The word around Tony Khan had every opportunity there to set some expectations for people to like. Think about this: when we asked him about the new presentation of AEW in that interview, he level set right. He's like, "Look, I don't like to overpromise," and that was what Phil piggybacked off of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, "It's going to be a new stage. It's going to, you know, be a new presentation. But at the end of the day, it's still the same show." Um, and that was him setting and level setting some expectations. Phil gave him the opportunity to basically reset expectations on uh, the tag match in LA at the Forum, and his response to it, I think, created more hype around it. Definitely. And so, listen, man, definitely. I just
6: you know, I just. Uh... I just take my shots when the ball is passed to me, and uh, <laughs> I saw the opening, man, and, uh, and uh, I, I just saw how some other questions lined up, and I was like, huh, that's interesting, and so, you know, just wondering, and I think he gave us the answer that, you know, if people didn't read between the lines with the answer, I think that there was a lot there, Um if, if people are like, oh, well, he didn't give a firm anything, that doesn't mean anything. Because I've seen people say that. That His answer doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean it's Sasha. It doesn't. But it does say quite a bit.
5: Yeah. Right. No, th- because I, I think about certain things that if, uh, do you remember back in 2021, before she returned to WWE, um, that right after Zelina Vega was released in 2020, uh, he was asked about, you know, the possibility of her coming in. Shut that down immediately. He's like, nah, we ain't had no contact, like nothing. Um, And he's like, I don't think I can have any contact with her. And that pretty much gave away that she's under contract somewhere. And uh, that was, again, expectation setting. If people were expecting Selena Vega in AEW at that point, don't expect her because... He was straight up. I've not had any contact yeah, with her. And, all of that, and the, the fact that he's like, eh, it would behoove me to tip my hand on that <laughs> <yeah>. one until. <laughs> and, and,
6: and two things happened around this. Um, Tony came back. Tony Tony Storm came back mm-hmm. uh, last week, and that report came out that Thunder Rosa won't be back until February. And so mm. I think you know that was purposely done to put two options on the on the playing field. Just in case people are like, oh, well, it's just going to be Tony, because if it was just Tony's and you would wait to bring her back on that episode, you wouldn't bring right. her back before January 11th. And like I said, I firmly believe that Thunder Rosa will not be ready. I've seen people try and say Statlander. There's no way Statlander's going to be ready. No. Um, no. She's, told you she's she not has
5: said it. She has, like, yeah. again, expectation setting. Literally yeah. all the options people keep bringing up have already set the expectation with you. It's not me. Like <laughs> right. Chris Statlander's like, hey, not me. Thunder not Rosa's like, hey, I'm not ready. Again, people are setting expectations for you. And the only person who stayed silent through all of it is mercedes like right. i don't understand mm-hmm. um yeah and i mean that whole thing
6: when they put the graphic up this week and shivani saying a lot of tony's by the way i gotta straighten up by tony so uh, uh <laughs> Shivani saying that uh yeah we're going to try and get some more news about that on next week's episode on dynamite that which happens right. to be on january 4th the day of wrestle kingdom
5: You're going to get information. And uh, other things. So, um, yeah, yeah. (laughs) there's a a lot here. So, uh, talking about Thunder Rosa stories, right? Last week's Dynamite was in San Antonio, Texas. Thunder Rosa's hometown. The arena where she won the AEW Women's World Championship. She was at that show Mm. and didn't tape anything. Um, And uh, that is... Kind of a big tell for me because I think being at that show, if the announcement was going to be made, that's the place to an- announce it because that was literally her hometown. That was her hometown crowd. Uh, I'm told she wasn't. She didn't even stay. She was. She came, said hi to everybody, and was like, "All right, peace." Um, and uh, wasn't even there through the whole show. Um, and so, like I said, if there was a time to make any kind of announcements uh that would have been it and they didn't so uh as far as she's concerned I don't think it's Thunder Rosa. I keep seeing her name tossed around and they're like, "Look at the silhouette." Analyzing the silhouette and they're like, "Look, it kind of looks like Thunder Rosa." It's not Thunder Rosa, guys. Like it, it's if it were Thunder Rosa, there was there would have been times to do it, like I said. Yeah, the announcement, the, the time to make the announcement would always
4: been. so funny. Like people are like, "They're and, not going to give it away with this silhouette, you guys. Come on."
5: I made, New Japan did it earlier this year where they were like, "Jay White's got a with mystery Swerve. opponent." And they are like <laughs> they used Swerve's actual silhouette.
7: Right. Yeah. And, um,
5: I remember right. I I looked at that and I'm like, why why would you do that? Like use a generic one. Like nobody else looks like that. Uh but yeah, I mean, and look,
6: it it very well could not be Mercedes. Um, yes. It could be somebody else um mm-hmm. for the sake of argument. But um the for the last 2 weeks, I've been watching the chances of it being Mercedes go up and up and up. And right. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it looks about... pretty likely at this point. <laughs>
5: I think it's been Mercedes since day one. Since the day they announced this match, it was like, okay, you did this to get people speculating. You did this announcement to get the ball rolling on this conversation. And you know that if the conversation was going to, to change, if anything had changed that it's not, again, expectation setting. Let's talk about The Rock here. Yeah. Um, and the fact that he might not be at WrestleMania this year. Um, and that that's a very real possibility. The fact that we're getting this word now is mm-hmm. somewhat telling. You know, yeah. The Rock mentioned back in 2018, he did an interview where he was like, yeah, as recently as February, he was still in talks to work WrestleMania 38, at, what was that, 34 in 2018, um, where he... He was supposed to be Ronda Rousey's tag partner against Triple H and Stephanie. It wasn't going to be Kurt Angle originally. And uh, that was all going to be the follow up from WrestleMania 31 where Ronda made her first WWE appearance with The Rock and they had that moment. They were going to have that match. He said he was in talks in February about uh, possibly working WrestleMania, but he was like, I was in Shanghai and it just wasn't going to work out. So that was at that point. Think about now and how here we are much earlier than February and there's already starting to become word that he might not be available for it. I can absolutely see kind of this point that Atlas Earth is making that, uh, yeah, I think had Rock had maybe a bigger success with Mm -hmm. Black Adam, he might have considered like oh yeah I'll come and lose to Roman but now it's like nah I got an image to protect
4: can't and... take another big L
5: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean
6: and I mean Black Adam wasn't a bad movie I I watched it recently cuz it's on HBO Max and I thought it was decent but I'm not sure if I believe that Black Adam
1: What's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket outsourcing business tasks you hate
2: Every time.
3: And if you love the Filet of Fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. ba 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 ba
6: stuff plays as big of a part? Um I think that there's never been a firm confirmation either way. and yeah,
5: Right. right. WWE has never said a word about yeah. uh, Rock. And, and and I've always said that, like, one of the things I was pointed to was people kept kept asking Rock in these interviews, you know, oh, what about Roman? And he'd play really coy about, it, like, uh, you know, it sounds like a good idea. You know, mm-hmm. Maybe. Like, he, he would never be like, oh, yeah, I, I want to face the head of the table. Um, I want to claim... It, exactly what the yeah, rock he ain't is, no it,
6: wrestling promos yeah, <laughs> not, like, like
5: yeah he's just been like yeah i'm, I'm working like, bro <laughs>
6: get that out idea like, <laughs> yeah. i'm working man it.
5: no and uh because it's interesting the fact that there is at the moment kind of for the first time in his career like some real almost like tangible negative buzz around the rock and that's like never really happened Mm -mm. um because like when he lost to john cena in 2013 that was when rock was the hottest thing in the world like he was the number one followed guy on twitter and he was uh he was that man was on top of the world so him putting somebody over then was like
1: you know this
5: this is showing yeah it was showing the rock being the rock Putting somebody over now um i can kind of see that it, it wouldn't exactly be helpful to his image at the moment um in a time where he might be needing some rehabilitation and that mm-hmm. sucks because he's the rock like the, he, rock. the rock 10 years I ago you, that was the biggest name in the world there's and i still think he's one of the biggest names in the world but it is interesting now that he's kind of getting beat up on in the media as far as you know taking a couple of l's with the dc extended universe
6: i mean well i mean that uh that's dead i mean even if you watch black adam there's so much stuff that happens and it's like all right well not gonna get a payoff to that um (laughs) uh, so um yeah what i I still would like to see rock versus roman if we can get it but if if we're just doing two title matches that weekend i'm fine with that as well um i don't know i certain guys (laughs) that topped the sports illustrated uh Listed uh, a year. Here His, he goes. Owed oh, a title match. So, you know, <laughs> wouldn't be mad if he got it.
5: Here he goes. But could it? Well, so the, the Observer reported this week that Hunter has a plan. Backup if plan. Rock's not, yeah, a backup plan if Rock's not available. It's starting to feel like, again, uh, putting that story out there to Dave, to me, feels like some expectation setting. They're like, hey, let's not get some hopes up now for The Rock. Let's. It's cool Jets on that because it, it might not happen. Yeah. And that um,
4: might be why they slowed down the Sammy thing because, like, they, they might have to extend it all the way to WrestleMania because, like, people were expecting this uh, Elimination Chamber Montreal payoff. But it might extend longer than that at this point if there's going to be no Dwayne.
6: I don't know. Um, but, I mean, we did get the, the Cody sighting this week, which tells me Cody right. will be back in time for Royal Rumble. Um, I think it'll
5: be back Monday to be honest really? <laughs> I think okay. I think it'll be back this week uh yeah. that's my thought I know that I I don't know that for certain what I do know is that they want to kick Raw off in 2023 with a bang I that I have heard that they have a major show planned that they want this to be like the show that sets the expectations for WrestleMania season yeah and that this is supposed to be a huge episode of Raw
6: No, okay um yeah maybe we're getting uh cody coming out with his pyro like uh charlotte did
5: (laughs) i mean uh, look the charlotte thing is funny because of the fact (laughs) that like i said she's she's shameful Uh, every
6: every time i think about charlotte now i think about the bill to the wrestlemania 35 main event event coming out and doing the Charlotte Flair. <laughs>
5: <laughs> she got new music too, man. by the way. She had right. new music. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really feeling it. Um, it, it was like we're still in that period of all the CFOs' themes kind of going away. I think the by the end of the year, like Kevin Owens will have the only one left.
6: Oh uh, uh, no! Don't take Oscar's theme. No, oh, please, please no. <laughs> no. It's gonna be weird uh, seeing Oscar with anything else. Nah, yeah. don't take Oscar's theme. Don't take Shinsuke's theme. What are we doing?
5: Yeah, there's there's just very little left. And uh, I wonder
6: what theme is Shinsuke coming out to at this Noah match. He's, is he coming out with the CFOs or? Uh, did you see the homie? Up? Um, the picture of the he bought the violin. Yeah, I, so I, I see. Mean. I saw the homie uh, Lee England Jr. Yeah. He is out there. So maybe I, that that makes me think he's doing the CFO's theme. Uh, the
4: match hasn't happened yet. Has it happened already? Cause no it's uh, time uh it's zone New thing, Year's day it's tonight
6: new Year's day, yeah yeah uh so I a part of me does want him to use his new
5: Japan thing because it's so dope but either way speaking of which Roland sent in a super chat hey Grap city for upcoming wrestle uh, wrestle Kingdom 17 for Kenny Omega do we hear battle cry or will uh we hear devil sky for Kenny's return to wrestle Kingdom battle cry uh, I think maybe both uh I could see them maybe doing like a devil's sky intro and then like kick into battle cry. Um, or maybe I—I I don't think he does anything without Devil Sky. It's either a mix of both or just Devil Sky. But I can't see them just doing Battle Cry because I feel like, um, he would want to pay homage to his the most significant run of his career. And uh, yeah,
6: I, I would pop pretty hard if if he came out and the the strings hit for Devil Devil Sky. I mm-hmm. would. Yeah, I would pop pretty hard for that. Uh,
5: yeah, no, I I think that this is going to be really cool i can't believe this is our last show before wrestle kingdom Uh, so um i've been thinking about this because
6: uh i've been wondering for the longest why would they go with okada versus uh jay white uh at wrestle kingdom again because we've seen that match at wrestle kingdom a few times Mm -hmm. um but that was before we knew osprey versus omega was on this card and (laughs) so there's there's two different payoffs to this uh, because Osprey still hasn't beat Okada. Mm-hmm. And so beating Omega, I feel like it's that next step to him going on to challenge Okada again for the title. Right. Um, but at the same time, if Okada wins that belt and at the end of the night, Omega comes out. I'm saying, fam, are we lit? Are we on if, fire? If if, if 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 that is the tease to Omega-Okada four heading into forbidden door. Crazy. <laughs> oh shit. That's nuts. Bro. <laughs> That's nuts. Because I feel like the next time they wrestle, it will be in US. And so <laughs> I'm just saying, there's so many there's so many options that they could do with that. Omega being on the card changes everything for me.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know what I mean I I, I was going to ask you guys what match you guys most looking forward to on the card um but um I, I i feel like it's Osprey and Omega like there's nothing on. i'm looking forward to more than Osprey and Omega i disagree i
6: am i am looking forward to the IWGP Women's Championship match not just because it's a historic match and Kyrie and Tam are going to have that match but we're going to have the Mercedes sighting and so mm. i'm excited for everything that that could turn out to be and stardom just had a great show um and, this
5: week okay. Um, and now there's word that um you know it's funny it, it felt like when we were kind of like mentally fantasy booking mercedes in stardom earlier this year that felt like like a pipe dream right it was like okay. yeah wouldn't that be kind of cool and now it's like nah she might be working the show in april <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah
6: yeah, I'm yeah, I'm very excited about that. I'm excited about our guy Leo getting a spot on that card as well. Mm-hmm. Um and the and the junior tag match, um it's going to be a really good show. Um I'm very excited about Wrestle Kingdom. Um man, it, uh, I I just I, I I'm with you with the Osprey thing, but I'm very excited to see what the women do. I'm very to see, excited to see what this leads to for Mercedes. Um again, I think stardom killed it. I think that Shuri versus Julia this week is one of the best matches of this year. Um, I think it's very similar to the way that Hangman had his payoff of coming in and having like this three-year story of him eventually becoming champion and Julia coming in in 2019 and being like the heir apparent. And they've been building her up all this time to make her world champion. And we finally got that payoff this week. It was great. Um, I I thought Kyrie had a great match with Utami, which was a draw, which... I don't know, man. If if you think that Kyrie is just going to lose this belt um, right away to Mercedes, I don't think that's the case um, because I don't think that they would do that draw if they're not going to go to go back to Kyrie versus Tommy eventually. I don't know. It's a lot to be excited about.
4: It is. I'm excited about that women's match too because all the women's matches before have been main, uh, you know, pre-show matches. And to get this belt, these women – this big epic match at a Wrestle Kingdom show is is gonna yeah be amazing. man they're gonna kill it.
6: Ta- Tam Nakano deserves it. She's had a great year. Um, even though they lost this week, uh, they being her and boy lost uh, the Goddess of Stardom Championship. Uh, poor <laughs> poor Natsui got powerbombed through the ring. I was like ah well mm. guess that's the end of that. But uh, <laughs> I don't know man. Cosmic Angels are having a lot of issues at the moment. Mina. Is jumping ship and starting her own stable with uh, Club Venus with uh, the Whites, as I saw somebody <laughs> say. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, shout out to Mariah May as well. I think that she's a dope. Uh, she's a dope addition to Stardom and uh, Zaire Brookside. Um, I think that's a good stable. I did notice that they were speaking English, and if you know, you know, uh, Mina is friends with Mercedes, so
5: this is going to uh, be the most interesting week. I think uh-huh. in like these first two weeks of January, I think are going to be some of the most interesting stuff really across the board. Uh, I, WWE, AEW, I feel like everybody's just got some interesting times ahead, and I'm like super excited for it all. Um, we got some humper chats. Uh, I want to read this one. Ice Cold Brandon says, Thanks for the content, and I can't wait to see what y'all do in 2023. I can't either. I'm excited for 2023. Mm-hmm.
6: excited, I man. I gotta. We- Definitely have some irons in the fire, some things that I am trying to accomplish, uh, hopefully to get that happen. Look, the elephant in the room, we're trying to get interviews over
4: there, too, you guys. We're not just trying to be in one company. We want interviews over there, too. We got a lot of people we want to talk to over there. You know where over there is.
5: Yeah. I mean, that's actually not that difficult. We have a, a little bit of a line to it. It's just a matter of who we want to get. But, yeah, we'll have mm-hmm. some some fed interviews uh in 2023 so yeah I, I, everything uh, i i am ready for it all this year uh let's see so phil uh how melt doing lol um uh, for real though i feel with all that has happened to tam uh will lead to a turn um on the angels Best moment though has to be after the match when Shuri reached out for Julia and Julia grabbing back. I almost cried. That was a moment. Um
6: yeah, I don't think she's gonna abandon Cosmic Angels, on um, Tam. I think that uh I don't know where this is going for her, but um this has definitely been a bad stretch of uh weeks for her because they did lose pretty horribly this week. I do think she's gonna lose at Wrestle Kingdom, unfortunately. Um I don't know where this goes for Tam, but I'm excited to see where the rest of uh, Cosmic Angels went. Um, Seeing Unaki in the background as Venus found new friends um, in tears was heartbreaking, (laughs) but it was great. It was great wrestling drama. Um, And man, I can't say enough about that main event. Uh, Again, the payoff of the thing I like about stardom is that they don't build their feuds around petty things like, oh, well, you know, she made fun of the way I looked or, you know, I don't know, somebody, I don't know, some goofy, mean girl click stuff that they do in WWE a lot. It's just, I want to be the best. And so Mm -hmm. that has been the thing between Julia and Shuri. But
5: where's the story? Yeah,
6: the story story is that, you know, the both of them want to be the best. And that's the thing that split them up as a tag team is that um, Julia has ambition to be the best and Shuri wants to be the best as well. But Shuri still sees her as a friend it was never like you know because i want to be better than you that i don't want to see you win too and so to see that moment at the end of the match of her reaching up and grabbing her hand and putting the belt on her was a really good moment um really
5: good way to end the year van twin blade says chaz wins lol and once again wwe sucks look i'm i i didn't walk away from last night's smackdown like upset about anything like Like, I did think the Chaz was great, guys. <laughs> like, I'm annoyed that they went with another, like, cheap title win, and uh, we've seen way too many of those. Your worst
4: nightmare, uh, Will Washington. Fucking seconds of a title match, no build, no nothing. Like, ugh, awful.
5: Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm Mr. Anti-Money in the Bank. Like, I, I – this – and to do Money in the Bank, like Reg said, without Money in the Bank is is probably worse. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm still like, eh, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> it's not like th- th- I was expecting But is that to good for w-
4: Charlotte that we're just like, we expect you to do some fuck shit every time you show up? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. If uh, I mean, look, I, I'll say this. Respect I liked her
5: attire a lot. I thought the change in attire was actually really cool for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, I'm like, okay. It's not like Rhonda's reign was like lighting the world on fire. It's not like that yeah. was a reign where I'm like, hey, I want to see more of this. Uh, so yeah. do I have any like real complaints? No. Uh, so <laughs> it's just I'm, I'm tired of short title changes. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the thing I don't want to see any more of uh let's see drew says happy new year to my favorite trio thank you drew uh thank you especially to will for getting me on it. my Fitbod journey uh i'm so excited to see the heights you'll reach in 2023 uh thank you and yeah um shout out to Fitbod uh who continues to sponsor grap city um and uh drew i'm i'm really proud of that um that you're getting that fitness goal going uh i it, it's it's tough at first, but once it becomes habit, I'll tell you that it's uh, it becomes a lot simpler to maintain once it's just kind of worked into your daily routine. I'll say, looking at old Grapsities and old other podcasts, I I like I wasn't happy with myself, and again, you know, me and T talked about this on day after Dynamite this week um, that you know. I'm all about body positivity, but it is one of those things where body positivity has to come with the positivity part of it. And that if you're not happy with yourself, um, then you got to make some changes. And it's okay to make some changes um, when you're not happy. And uh, whatever that change may be, whether it's a change in attitude, lifestyle, whatever it is, but to get yourself to a place where you're happy with yourself um i was happy with myself for a number of reasons one of which was that my doctor was like hey you're like headed toward diabetes and i was like okay uh not because i have a family history of it so because i know people are like you didn't get that big well and i'm like i know but i do have family history and it's a thing that i needed to get under control um and uh i have a follow-up visit in like three weeks and hopefully they tell me i did get it under control and not actually you reached the point of no return sorry But we'll find out. So, either way, 2023, like, I know people make fun of New Year's resolutions a lot because they're like, huh, it's just some shit you're not going to keep. Doesn't matter. Um, There's no harm in making an attempt to start over. And if you're. And you
4: kept your New Year's resolution for the whole year, didn't you, Will Washington?
5: I mean, I started this on my birthday, right? Or I started this the month before my birthday. No, um, I'm talking about and... the other
4: New Year's resolution. Oh, the New
5: Year's about. that New Year's resolution. Oh my god. <laughs> um, okay, so you made it, I. Man. Yeah, I did. I made a really silly New Year's resolution. If people are wondering why there's so many like trolls and shit in my replies on my posts, uh, the reason for that was because I made a New Year's resolution. This is the dumbest New Year's resolution anybody could ever make. And I do not recommend zero out of 10. Um, that's my review. <laughs> uh, uh, and that is, I decided I will not block a single person in 2022. That, that, is that crazy. I was, <laughs> was going to go the whole year, uh, basically keeping it all open. No blocks, none.
4: And you've gained like 7,000 followers or something. That can't be good for anybody. <laughs>
6: <laughs> no nah, man, I, I need my block button, buddy. I need my I'm button. pretty I sure
5: <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was it was a really, really dumb idea. Uh, and I didn't block anybody this year. I, I literally uh, my replies have just been full of uh, trolls and whatnot. like I have muted a lot of people who mm-hmm. my mute list is really long. I uh, no, got a lot man. of mutes going, and I also, uh, you know, if I feel like a reply is going to basically be annoying, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to hide this reply, but I haven't blocked anybody. I Nobody is, uh, I cleared my block list too, so that was the first thing I did, cleared the block list, and then I uh, was like, fresh start, let's see how 2022 goes with not blocking anybody for the entire nah, year. Man. New I New kept, year.
6: kept it. New Year's Day, you're gonna hit the the soldier boy on these boys. Hop up out the bed, put my block on. <laughs> Take a look yep. in the
4: mirror, say what's up.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, and that was the thing was, you know, in 2021, you know, I obviously blocked a lot of people. I blocked people for years on Twitter. Um, but the one thing I always noticed is they get satisfaction out of that. They're like, yeah, I got him. He blocked me. And I'm Who like, cares?
6: I, I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> right, enjoy it. Stay over there. <laughs> yeah. uh, nah, so I was man, like, you know I, what?
5: I'm not giving anybody the satisfaction. Nobody gets to me this year. And the thing is, like, nobody's gotten to me. I had uh, I got into um, a little bit of because uh, yeah, people keep seeing Bill Batty coming at me in my uh, fucking comments. Look, we got it. We got into it briefly in the DMs, uh, and the reason I say briefly is because. The only response I continue to give this man is, I don't give a shit about any of that. Uh, and <laughs> nah, um, and he's like, look at me, I'm friends with this guy. Uh, and I'm like, man, I don't give a fuck about any of that. Don't care. Congrats. Uh, yeah. I was like, I don't give nah, a shit. Man, and that that's continues me. to be my response is, sure. Enjoy. Man, uh, I don't I, give a fuck, dude. I,
6: I, I know that there are some religious people out there and we have a new year coming, and I would just like to say, you know, Lord, you know, bless my man's block finger and keep it strong for next year <laughs> so that these people know their place and stay out of grown Straight folks' up. conversations.
4: Straight up.
5: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's been a time. Uh, let's see. Let's continue on with reading some more Super Chats. Tim Gordon says, happy Saturday and happy new year, y'all. Excited to be going to my first live show on Wednesday. Oh, are awesome. you going to? Hey. The uh Wednesday dynamite, if so. That's exciting. You know, you get mm-hmm. to see the new set in person. Um, they've sold a lot of tickets for that Seattle show and you've got three hometown guys who are getting the focus. Brian, who's taking out Tony Neese. I know, that's not my ideal match for Brian in his hometown either, but uh I brought up I brought up on Twitter this week Boy. that it kind of it Come kind on, of reminds don't, me, don't hate no Tony not
4: I can't I don't I like Tony Nees, I think he's a great talent, but like you got fucking Brian Danielson, the greatest wrestler of our generation, in his hometown. Big spot, like,
5: come on. Nah, I mean, man. I like
4: Tony Niece a lot. This is not. a I mean, word Tony is Nese. that
5: he wanted to work Tony Niece. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah. He, he likes he likes cruiserweight guys. I know he, he I know him. On, he, I know
4: he had a lot to do with it. Come it's on, man. Brian, he's like, I want to put somebody over on Brian Danielson, and that's what we love about him.
6: Ryan is about to get those Tony Knees on Wednesday. Come on, get out of here.
5: But <laughs> but I also like I looked at it kind of reminiscent of um I remember we had the same conversation uh, a year and some change ago when AEW was returning to Chicago and it was gonna be CM Punk, uh his first match on Dynamite in Chicago, and they announced his opponent was QT Marshall, and everybody went Whoa QT Marshall. Uh-huh. And it was like what? What? Wait, well, that, that wasn't sure? what we want. <laughs>
6: Wait, but that was, that was the match before the 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 Max promo, right? Or after the Max?
5: Promo. After the Max promo, and I thought about it, and I said, this is kind of the same deal because they also have announced that MJF is going to be in Seattle, and yeah. that tells me that we're probably getting a brian mjf segment and that's probably the more important thing here and that brian is just going to get his shit off in a match with tony (laughs) Neese. and so um i I, hate it
4: but okay i understand
6: yeah i I think that's going to be the way to go and i think tony Neese is going to give him a great match because i think tony Neese is kind of underrated um i don't know i'm I'm excited for whatever brian does i trust this man's judgment at this point if he thinks he can go out and have a great match with tony I believe he can, Brian Danielson, Oh, I think yeah. he
5: will have it. Like I said, I I don't doubt the match whatsoever. I, yeah. I Like I said, it was just more so Brian in Seattle. My thought was, all right, do something big. Uh, you're gonna have Brian's loudest crowd that's that's ever been behind Brian. So give him, you know. But Brian a major just opponent. doesn't
4: care, though. You know what I mean? Like we just know that he's like, I just want
6: to wrestle,
4: dude. I don't care about any of that. I don't want to be are, champion.
5: Are,
6: I don't want nothing. I just want to work. Are we potentially getting any new Japan guys? I knew that. I know no, that was a rumor the, at one point.
5: That was a rumor, but not nah, everybody's there. It's literally um, a show that's just going to be focused around the Seattle guys. The, the three main guys that are getting the focus on the show are Swerve, who's got a match with A.R. Fox. Um, Brian Danielson, who's got a match with Tony Nese. And then Darby Allen is really the focus. And that's interesting because he's the most homegrown guy that they've got there. Uh, yeah. And he's getting the focus mm-hmm. when he... I think he's winning the title. I think you he's, think Darby's going over? Oh, for sure. I, I actually have... Almost no doubt that he's winning the TNT title back. And, I would think he's uh, going
4: over, too, if I had to guess.
6: Um, I I think that's cool. Um, I've been enjoying everything Joe's doing. Um, and I think if anybody can make him look good, I think Joe's going to look make him look great in that win. So I'm excited for that. I and mean, I that match that from match a couple of last weeks time ago was, really
4: was pretty fire. Yeah, so I can expect yeah, it. I, I, Darby, I, I, I think the Seattle Mind State going in here. Yeah, it's going to be nuts.
5: Yeah, I feel like the pep talk from Sting like, kind of sealed it for me. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Darby's winning. And then when I saw that 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 pep talk he got, I'm like, okay, this that's where this is going. Uh, but
4: King of Television Samoa, Joe has been on been, fire. He has bro. been. This has oh been the best run of Joe's God. career.
5: But at the same time, also, as we've been told, um, Ring of Honor TV is starting back up in January. And so... Mm. Joe being the TV champion, if anything, I imagine is probably going to kind of keep focus there. And uh, and then at yeah. that point,
6: I mean, speaking of Joe, I guess we have to talk about how Wardlow lost this week because I didn't expect him to lose as clean as he did. Um, and then my man got him a body, chopped his uh, ponytail <laughs> off and was like, no, nah, fuck out of here. <laughs> Chopped his man bun. Chopped his man bun off. uh, It is interesting thinking about where Wartlow was at the beginning of the year and how hot he was and where he is now. Um, I think some of the cool down is... uh, I don't want to say it's the booking, but I think that he looked great in the chase, but once he got the title, he cooled down pretty quick. And I don't know. Joe has just been so great that it's just like every time Joe is on TV, I'm like, I want Joe to keep this title. I don't want him to lose.
5: I think the appeal of the TNT title, I, I can put it on booking because I'll say this, that the appeal of the TNT title is that is a title that you're going to get frequent defenses out of, um, yep. which was a thing Reg talked about earlier this year when... Uh, people were like, man, the TNT titles changed hands a lot, and, and Reg brought up the point, uh, and I love that point because I see it a lot now, of, yeah, if a title is defended more, it's going to change hands more. That's just the statistical likelihood of having a, a match with frequent defenses. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's defended less, then you're going to see less changes. That, of course. That makes sense to me. And so I think the thing that Wardlow's reign was missing was that kind of like frequency of title defenses that, um, that it was missing that appeal the way that, you know, Cody really got the belt established with doing the weekly open challenges, that kind of shit got people into it, got people into the title. Um, I mean, Joe's I think- doing it
4: right now. Joe's defending it almost every week and bringing prestige to it. It's like, why didn't you yeah. do that with Wardlow? I don't really understand. Well, what well I would mean.
5: say, do you think that
6: that concept works with Wardlow? Because the appeal of the Warlow matches him just squashing guys and right. I don't think that you can have competitive TV matches like that with Wardlow. I don't know if it works. Well, and that's the
4: thing. I think that might be the whole detriment is you can't ride that fucking squash match thing out forever. Eventually, you got to do something else. And then I think it's like we see him do other like he starts to do like the Jeff Hardy thing. And then it's just like, well, what role is he filling? I think is where I land with Wardlow.
5: Because, like, uh, people said the best uh, Wardlow title defense, and I agree with this, was Brian Cage, right? Like, that's yes. that's the kind of stuff I think people wanted to see out of Wardlow was like, hey, now that we know we're past the squashing, let's see what Wardlow does in a situation where he's matched up with somebody at his level. Right, and right. it turned out really great. The, the problem is there's not a whole lot of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he should have been booked more in a position to – to be able to have those that frequency of matches more cuz like i said this on day after dynamite this week i know that uh you know it, it's more out of respect for what he accomplished and uh the time he passed that it that they consider brody to be the greatest tnt champion but i think just looking at it statistically I think Darby is the best TNT champion. I think Darby had that run of just like defense after defense after after defense. And, you know, he went in there. He had a match with Jungle Boy. It was excellent. He had the matches with Scorpio Sky. Excellent. Um, And Darby was just having these kind of killer title defenses really until he met the the wall that stopped him, which was Miro. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think that Darby kind of proved that you can have that type of run uh, with the belt, and it gets people excited. People want to see that because really, it should be the heels that turn around and go. And we've seen it multiple times, right? We saw right. The, you know, Brody was the first to do it. He won the TNT title, and then he's like, "You want open challenges? Too bad. I'm holding on mm-hmm. to the belt. You don't get an open challenge." No more, no more indie talent getting their screen time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm in
6: money, man. Um, I am just going to say blasphemy to you. Darby was a great champion, but Cody is the best TNT champion.
5: I don't agree. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like I said, Cody did a great job getting it established. But I think that those matches that Darby was having, like, I still think Darby versus Jungle Boy was just... An d- incredible killer match that had no reason to be as good as it was, other than the fact that these are both two good technical guys. That come on, man! Uh, Cody gave y'all a five star classic on the way out.
6: T N T champion. He did. introduced the world to Ricky Stark. He brought mm-hmm. he brought
5: us Eddie Kingston.
6: Give Cody Luther King okay, his credit. Okay, uh, <laughs> oh, there you he go. Okay, Here he go. Okay, okay,
5: okay. no Cody, mm-hmm. I think, is probably pound for pound the best. Um, TNT champion, but I think my favorite reign, just because that happened over multiple reigns, but my favorite mm-hmm. single reign is Darby still. But I agree with you that Cody over his three reigns did a lot with the belt. That's fair, um, and because uh, yeah, because the Orange Cassidy defenses uh, were during Cody's second reign, and then yeah, the the third reign had the. Latter I mean, match.
6: yeah, Darby Darby's eventual win matters because of what Cody did for him in the initial reign
5: yes that is very true as well yeah darby that's a great win too my god the uh the the um the way he got that pin was yeah easily one of that's a phenomenal moment but no i do think in seattle darby's gonna win at uh that's that's just the way i see it I, i i know tony's not like big on um screwing people over in their hometowns if anything he likes giving people <laughs> like
6: mm-hmm. yeah i mean I, I could be just it could be just that i miss cody on tv and that be, could mm-hmm. be part of what it brought up because we do need the king of the south back on tv man mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, as a yeah. matter of fact though i i actually like that tony's thing is to give people their flowers in their hometown because totally. it made moments like MJF beating CM Punk in Chicago matter more, because mm, yeah. we were so used to the idea that now, when you're in your hometown in AEW, you win, and then MJF is like, "Nope, I beat CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Suck my dick." And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> it worked like that, it, and it worked right. People were mm-hmm. mad, and it, it clicked because that was not a thing people were used to in AEW um it it wasn't kind of that thing of like oh you're in your hometown you know you're gonna lose i wasn't i wasn't
6: there at that show max so yeah i was at home (laughs) 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 nah it was snowing outside i wasn't
5: going to watch you beat my guy (laughs) uh, uh, yeah go figure too the phil wasn't at that show and that was Mm -hmm. the one yeah uh but that that was a night, right? That was the night we saw the Pepsi Plunge. Like that was a
6: great match. Yeah, great yeah. match.
5: That was great shit. Uh...
6: Girl, oh man, I uh, for some of the stuff that I've I've written for uh, Bleach Report for the end of the year, I rewatched a lot of that Punk and MJF stuff. Best feud of the year by far, yeah. man. I, those those promos were so good. Um, all of the segments leading up to it, the entrance at Revolution, the match itself mm-hmm. at Revolution. Mm -hmm. Best feud of the year.
5: Talking to Denise yesterday, I, I got myself a little bit sad thinking about MJF's return and what we were kind of in store for. Thinking about when MJF came back and he showed us the Ring of Honor clips of Punk. And, like, that feud didn't end. Like, we still have a little more to go. I will tell you, at a fantasy book this yesterday, and I'm going to repeat it for those who don't watch after the week, you should be watching after the week, really trying to get that show up there. Uh, I work hard on that show, just like I work hard on this show want my shows we're doing well. <laughs> so I said yesterday though, that my fantasy booking idea for bringing back CM Punk, if CM Punk were to ever return, we got to talk about the DAX stuff, uh, but if CM Punk were to return I'd redo the ending to all out except uh, with Punk <laughs> basically like MJF retains the title. It, at, hell, I said do it in UBS Arena uh, on Long Island of have MJF have like a big title defense. He retains the title in his hometown, he's celebrating and then uh, lights go out. They play like a voicemail from Tony. And He's like Punk, we got it. we need you to come back. <laughs> And then uh, you see uh, are, are you see the me? you yeah, see the back definitely. of Punk's head, and <laughs> he makes his way out in MJF's hometown as the crowd Yo, chanting CM Punk at him. What they
6: should totally do with that is if they uh, keep it on the screen and it's it's just his back turned, and uh, we don't know who it is, and he turns around and he goes, "I am a devil." Takes a big bite of a muffin. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <that's>... <laughs> that was <be> amazing. Yes. <laughs>
5: Money, like if I were money. to, that's how I would do it. Yeah. Basically redo the all out ending only have punk. Cause like, no matter what, I know everybody's like, uh, you know, when CM Punk comes back, if CM Punk comes back, if that ever were to happen, he's got to have a few with the elite. I disagree. I think that honestly, I don't think the MJF story is over. And I think that that's kind of the biggest thing that we left on the table is that they're one and one. And they have never completed we got, the story. We gotta see
6: that. We gotta see that that match again, man. We gotta get that third match at this point, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Shout out to Mindy's. Get 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 uh get my guy <laughs> back on TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, Seriously. Uh, yeah, I really want that third match. uh Another guy that works hard all day, all night, like Will Washington, and wants to see Punk back on TV. um uh, Debuted his podcast this weekend. Uh. <laughs> He was uh, doing a lot of talking. <laughs> he was on there
4: yeah, giving
5: it up. Yeah, Dax. Uh, let, let's talk, uh, Mr. Harwood. Does he pissed a lot of people off. Um, but he said a Did lot he? of things that a lot of people agree. Well, yeah, so there are the, the things he said that pissed <laughs> people off. We'll start with that. And then we'll get into the good stuff. So he talked about his, his boy, Jim Cornette. And, uh, and he explained why he doesn't have a big problem with Jim Cornette. And he gave a little bit of, of a defense for Jim Cornette. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, Dax, where I think a lot of that is w- what you're missing on why people are upset about what he had to say about Jim Cornette. Let me see if I can articulate this well. So, what he said, if I and I'm paraphrasing here, but he said that, yeah, Jim says a lot of stuff that I don't personally agree with, um, and he says a lot of stuff that really rubs me the wrong way too. But you know, Jim has done it all in this business. And uh, he has, you know, a lot of knowledge to impart. He has a lot. Uh, he has a lot to give. And I know that, you know, when he critiques me and he doesn't, by the way, but mm-hmm. uh, but when he critiques me, I know that he's not critiquing um, David Harwood, the, the father, the man, the husband. He's critiquing Dax Harwood, the professional wrestler and Dax. And if he says that, you know, I can improve this, you know, I think that's I should also listen to a that, lie, right? too. Well, so. That, that's where I'm going with this. That I think that's a very easy thing to say when you are white man from the South, because mm-hmm. that's Jim Cornette's favorite. And a
4: tag team, a white man and a tag team. Like, come on, dude. That does an old that, school gimmick. That
6: also,
5: also gives it up to the tag teams that Cornette likes.
6: Yeah, yeah, come on. But,
5: but, but all of that is, is really easy to say. But, like, when – so you mentioned he's coming after Dax the performer, and Dax the performer is something that can obviously be changed, something that can be upgraded. All of those things, but you know he's not coming after Dax the the husband and father. But what about when he talks about Kenny? He doesn't talk about Kenny as a performer. He talk, he does too, but he also talks about Kenny. Call them
6: a... twink, Twinkle Toes and all of that. they Twinkle Toes, yeah. yeah.
5: And also when he talks about Japanese people, and he just hates Japanese wrestlers. That. that's not necessarily a thing that that you're not critiquing a performer at that point. They can't just suddenly go out there and be less Japanese. Like, that's that's the stuff where people were looking at it like nah when he says the shit he says about women when he says the shit he says and they're like what i saw people go well he's come around on bianca belair but like his initial reaction to bianca belair was look at her she doesn't look like somebody i would want to have on my tv and then eventually he came around on her because obviously she's one of the best performers of all time but the fact that his initial reaction to her was whoa look at the, that attitude the music i don't like none of that um and the way he talks about the new day the way he th- he calls him Clowns, like the, things along those lines, like the, the way he talks about people, he comes at them in a very personal way. In a way where he talks about people's race, he talks about people's ethnicity, he talks about people's backgrounds, about um, people's
4: physiques, like all yeah, kinds yeah. of these,
5: stuff. Like these aren't necessarily things that um he's just talking about the performer on. Those are all things that they all have a right to take personally. Um, the fact that he talks about the way Aubrey looked, he talks about her face, like all of that stuff. That's not stuff that uh, people have the ability to do anything about. And so like, that's not a, well, I can just change my ethnicity uh, because Jim Cornette says that, you know, American viewers don't want Japanese wrestlers. Like that's not the way that works. And so I think it's, it was a misguided thing to to basically come to a defense on and be like, well, you know, you, you guys should listen to Jim Cornette because he has a lot to offer and just kind of ignore the other stuff he says. No, the other stuff he says is fucking awful and right, it's it's yeah. really hard to just like sift through that stuff because that other stuff is is bad and it shit sucks and I know people who um who they don't care necessarily that it's coming from Jim. That doesn't matter because he's just To them, old guy with a podcast who obviously has accomplished a lot in the business, but at the end of the day, irrelevant today. Um, But the part they are annoyed by, and I've talked to at least four wrestlers about this. They said the part that gets them is more so that he has a base. And that base Mm -hmm. is who he's now encouraging to say the kind of shit to them. That as soon as they hear it, they know where it came from. They'll hear something right. and they'll go, huh. You know, that's that's something yeah. that. And it,
6: it's, it's permeated into AEW crowds. You see people with like cornet signs and stuff at the shows.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there was a guy who brought a lazy booking sign to Dynamite this week. He was mm-hmm. in camera view the whole time. And I just thought, why would you even buy a ticket to something you hate? Get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. um, I mean, look, like you, you sure showed them that I. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah, and, and look, that's fans' prerog- prerogative to do
6: whatever they want and to like whoever's takes they want, like the kind of wrestling mm-hmm. they like. Um, but I just don't think you got to get into, you know, some of the stuff that he does. Um, and I, I feel like some of it is a little too personal and that's just my Mm -hmm. my thoughts on it um i did think that it was funny that he did all that and then like the melter quote that came out and his thoughts about the five star and um which is so weird melter coming back and being saucy (laughs) and going yeah but you know yeah that narrative has you know uh propped you up as one of the best wrestlers of the year and and, (laughs) and said that you've had some of the best matches of the year and i was like can of have the point, yeah, <laughs> no, for real. Yeah, no, for real. He's like,
4: "What? I talk nice about you like almost every issue. I don't know why you would come at me like this. Like, I'm I giving mean, it up. I could,
6: it, I could see if it was somebody else that you know he doesn't. Which, by the way, Melt, I just don't agree with you. Sure, versus Julia was a five star match. I mean, that's your mm-hmm. opinion, but it was a five star match.
5: Mm-hmm. He's never given a women's match five stars. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, he yes. He He's given yeah. surely, a five star match. Yeah, he has given. That was my correction there uh, when I realized he hasn't given an American women's match uh, five stars, but he has given Japanese women's matches five stars. That is correct. Um, but yeah, the the things that that also made some headlines out of Dax's podcast um, was that he said, "I want everybody to get along. Like, I want to, not to get along, but to work together. Obviously, not everybody's going to get along."
7: Too? <laughs> why can't we be friends, yeah. we be friends? <laughs> <laughs> that was good, that was good phil
5: no yeah. uh, but more so not so much that everybody needs to get along but more but that uh at this point if we work together like it's better for everything he was like the aew locker room is better for having the young bucks in it the aew locker room is better for having cm punk in it and that we just kind of need all these guys together like this is yeah uh,
6: uh he he gave quite the uh rundown of things punk has done behind the scenes that counteracts the narrative that he is a locker room cancer and it was interesting um i think his perspective on punk um of course, is slighted because he's his friend, Um, but I do think that some of the stuff he said is fair. I do think that some people do have this idea about Punk following all out that he was just back there causing all his problems and that he wasn't enjoying his time with AEW. And I I don't think that was the case. I do think he enjoyed working with AEW, and I think if he had the chance, he would like to come back. Um, Um,
5: I think Punk proved that this week, by the way. Yeah. So Uh um,
6: I, I think all of that was fair, but The thing that I laughed the hardest at was um, the Colt point. Him saying, yeah, I didn't like how Colt was talking about my accent. I thought that was hilarious. I was like, yo. So, because, because CM Punk is very very much declared that he don't want nothing to do with this Colt guy. He was just like, yeah. And he made fun of my accent. It was like, right okay <laughs> like, i have to find a reason to hate this person my friend doesn't
4: like this my friend doesn't like this guy so i have to find and a i mean
6: that may or may not be why he said that but it did it was very funny um i was just like all right um okay and the, um
4: the, the points of him saying that punk never wanted to be world champion and that he just wanted to uh he, he was just kind of kind of in the brian danielson thing of like i just want to be here helping young people out putting people over but his hand was forced essentially and that's why all the stuff happened a lot of I, interesting things I, to come out that
6: podcast and, and, and I can't believe that I can believe that he didn't want to be champion and that for mm-hmm. business mm-hmm. sake it did make sense to make him champion right. Um but it does paint a very rosy picture of CM Punk and I can right. see where I can see where people would be like all right the guy got two title reigns you're telling me he didn't want neither one of those like <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh,
5: <laughs> You're giving me the title uh,
4: again, man. Oh, come on.
5: <laughs> yeah, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, um but then Wrestling Observer this week story came out that Chris Jericho uh, had informed a lot of. Friend of the room. show, Chris Jericho? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris Jericho had informed uh, the locker room that, you know, as long as he's there, he's making sure CM Punk never comes back. So it's interesting. Punk is tweet. Punk's Instagram reply to that story seems to make it sound like, yo, Punk, yeah, he's ready to come back, make let's a man, let's work together, you know, kill all that shit, you know, let's work together. Um, I don't know where everybody stands on these things. Uh. I know that there's a couple of people in the locker room I've talked to that have just been like, I want to work and I want to work in the best environment that, uh, that the AEW can have. And right now we have one of the best environments we've ever had. And that there's mm-hmm. um, this push to just keep putting on the best shows we can. Uh, but on the other hand, they know that uh, there was a buzz around having CM Punk around and uh that also created a really fun environment as far as the show is concerned and so they're just like look if he comes back cool um i will continue to do what i do best and i haven't really encountered a whole lot of an attitude that's like uh not fuck that guy but there, that attitude does exist. <laughs> that Jericho, attitude does exist. Jericho's, Jericho's
4: okay. waiting at the front of the fucking arena yeah. for him to come. You're not getting past me, bucko. I told him you're <laughs> staying out of here, and I'm going to keep you out. It's like, bro, move out of the way.
6: I <laughs> mean, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, obviously, when he comes back, he's got work to do to, you know, gain people's trust again. That's not just, you know, the locker room. That's some fans. Um, yeah, So totally. I think some mm-hmm. fans are very much not on the punk train anymore. Um, I don't know. Um yeah, of course, you know, I would love to see him come back. Um if it's an untenable situation, it's an untenable situation. I mean Mm -hmm. if it doesn't happen, I'm not gonna lose sleep over it. But again, if you're asking me, CM Punk fan in Chicago and do I want this guy back in (laughs) AEW? Of course I want him back. Um but if it's just not gonna happen, it's just not gonna happen. Um I, I think the Jericho stuff is interesting because it's just kind of funny that he's positioned himself in the middle of all of this when it really had nothing to do with him. <laughs> um <laughs> It's like he seriously it had nothing to do with him. He like, put the cape right did, on. <laughs> it's like it's not like it's not like Punk got into it with him. It's not mm-hmm. like he had anything specifically with the guy. He just has positioned himself as this guy that is just like, "Nah, I am personally going to get this guy out of here and that's of course if the report is true but i just think all of it is amusing
5: (laughs) i mean jericho had i guess credit words do jericho had to play a couple of roles there right because like jericho was backstage when all that happened Mm -hmm. and jericho had to then come talk to all of us and the media while keeping a straight face about what literally just happened five minutes ago and Mm -hmm. like uh basically redirect an entire uh, media scrum, and uh so like I get why Jericho is a little annoyed of like, hey, I I've been the guy who's been steering the AEW ship since day one, and I had to again, you know, redirect things after you screwed it up. Uh, so fuck I mean, CM Punk.
6: I mean that's fair, but I mean,
5: I mean, I, you know, I, I'm just saying that's probably how he feels. It's not
6: saying I agree I, with I'm it, but sure, but. It's, it's sure, but... <laughs> It's just
4: Moxley's, the locker room Mox, leader shit.
6: He's just trying to play. You
4: no, know, just just to
6: is, be like I'm that guy. Mox Mox is that guy. Mox is the face yeah. of the company. Let's just right. call it what it is. And if anybody, I think at the, at at this point, is like the spiritual leader of that company, it's John Moxley.
4: Well, mm. John Moxley doesn't talk to Dave Meltzer for scoops.
5: Yes, so. he does. Like <laughs> that's the thing is John Mox. But John Moxley's open about it, right? Like John Moxley has been like yeah I reached out to Dave and told him this and this and like mm. Moxley is like straight up up about it and Dave Meltzer's open about that. He said, yeah, I heard from John this week that this is what's going on and th- it's been fairly clear. like John Moxley has straight up reached out to Dave Meltzer and been on Observer Live like multiple mm. times. He's reached out to Brian Alvarez. he talks to Brian Alvarez. John Moxley has no problem, but he's fairly open about who he's in contact with and that's uh you know that's that's the thing. Um, Albert, by the way, let's read a couple more of these chats because we got a lot of them and I want to get caught up on these. So, we're going to spend the next few minutes chatting, shall we? Albert Pont says, Charlotte winning proves SmackDown's women's division is a mess with no draft anytime soon. Are we in for more six pack challenges to feed Charlotte ch- talent? Um, maybe I don't, I don't know. I mean, we knew the division was a mess with her without her. Um, I do think bringing her back obviously automatically gives her or gives that division a boost that it didn't have before um yeah
6: i i will say that um i had assumed up to this point that bianca would remain champion until wrestlemania um this makes me think that she'll lose the title before then think so i do um i would not be surprised if bianca ends up challenging charlotte at wrestlemania
5: Lord Jackson says, looking forward to January eleventh. Britt, Jamie, and Soraya in the ring lights out, excitement reaches fever pitch, dramatic pause. Here comes the (laughs) monet. Here comes the (laughs) monet. Money, money 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 money. Yo, money, if, if, money, Sasha, money. if Sasha comes out doing that
4: and worries, <laughs> <laughs> here comes the money.
6: <laughs> yo, if straight up straight run if he runs out there and, and starts doing the, the shame
5: punches and uh, yo <laughs>
6: my
4: god
5: Ching ching bling bling cut the cheddar. <laughs> you ain't talking money, then the talking oh, don't shit. matter. That's good. Good shit. This shit. Y'all yes. are funny
4: out there, man. Y'all be coming up with some funny <laughs> shit.
5: Uh, I church pastor says blessings, brothers, for an even greater twenty twenty three. Your voices definitely are changing pro wrestling. Thank you. Uh, appreciate appreciate that. you. Uh, King of the North says Kenny Goat Mega and the Young Goats with another masterclass <laughs> Wednesday. Rikishi sons could never. I mean, uh, the facts I'm, are just wow. the
4: facts. The, it's just how it's <laughs> played oh <my> out. <laughs> Me, sir, this is just how life goes and what it is them young boys could never they're over there doing their same old thing with the goddamn bawling brutes. I'm saying the same old thing after my favorite tag team is in a best of seven match because I'm a big hypocrite, baby. I like to say, I want to see it seven <laughs> more times. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Uh, young. Bucks, no, I mean, bucks. I will
5: say being there live for the, uh, for that false count anywhere match was, uh, that was hot. was an experience. Uh, the was crowd great. was really hot. That crowd was hot. Pretty much. Uh, they were getting restless because they started Elevation early. Like, Elevation started at, like, 440. And yeah, <laughs> so we got, like, an hour and 20 minutes of AEW Dark Elevation. Um, and I got my picture with Sheeta. by the way. She was the first one out there. And uh, I happened to be, like, in the same spot where the first picture I ever took with her was. And she came by. She saw the shirt. She was like... Hey, <laughs> and came over and took a picture with me. Uh, how here. was the, uh, um, you
4: never told us about Veda's experience out there. Did she have a pretty good time?
5: Uh, Yeah, Veda had, so I, I posted the pictures that Veda took. I had her mm-hmm. send them to me because this was Veda's first uh, event with her own phone. She's had her own right. phone. She got it uh, for her birthday this year. And so, uh She's got a little bit of confidence in her, and that uh, she just <laughs> was walking up to people, just asking like, "Hey, can I get a picture with you?" And so, uh, like, I gave, I said, "Thank you," and I appreciate like everybody who took pictures with her, um, because I wasn't around for a lot of them. Uh, I so I was getting, I was getting just letting
6: your, your daughter roam and take pictures with <laughs>
5: her. So I, I was getting checked, in, I was getting checked into the hotel, and so I'm, I'm standing to get there some and scoops. like. Like, no, so I was I was standing in line, um, getting checked into the hotel, and I was, like, filling out all the stuff, you know, signing, blah, blah, blah you know, checking into hotels. And I was having trouble with the card reader, and um, Kip Sabian made a joke at my expense. He was like, uh, look, a reporter is not able, or journalist, not able to get uh, their, uh, not able to work the card machines. And I was just like, uh, not a journalist. They have accountability. I don't. <laughs> um, that's... <laughs> uh and look i mean that's and and we joked i like Kip saving he's he's a really cool guy guy. Um yeah we met kip at uh revolution um Mm -hmm. backstage at the uh um at the concert but yeah so veda just like walks over to the the group where they're all standing around talking and uh she goes she comes back she's like yep just got a picture of the lp4 and i was like oh that was cool good for you and (laughs) um you know i so it was blizzarding out, right? And we could not find food. Uh, everything was closing up early. And we found open Dave and & Buster's. And so we get in the car, we go to Dave and & Buster's, and uh, Nyla Rose is there. And Nyla's just like, hey, they just announced they're closing the bar early, or closing the, the kitchen early because of the weather. And everybody's leaving at, like, 11. And I'm like, damn. Uh, and sure enough, she was right. Couldn't get any food. And so I was like, all right, come on kids, we'll go find something else. And Veda uh starts to walk with us. She's like, Hold on one second, like runs back and then she comes back, she's like, Cool, I got a selfie with Nyla. <laughs> why why did I just picture you
6: guys walking in and Nyla's just playing ski ball like nah, no, you nah, can't get in there. <laughs>
5: and so um, you know, I wasn't going to make my kids or my wife walk through the snow. And so every place we – so when we were leaving the hotel to even go to Dave & Buster's, I was like, I'll go grab the car. I'll pull it around. I have my boots. And so I was like, I'll, I'll pull around. And so I go out and get in the car, and it probably took me like three or four minutes. And when I pull back around, um, Veda's just like, hey, just got a selfie with Jake Cargill," And <laughs> –
4: she out there cooking.
5: <laughs> yeah. And
6: so I was like, oh, cool. All right. She's definitely cooking. I'm trying to get a selfie with Jade. What's up? Yeah.
5: I did text Jade. I was just, I texted her. Thank you. Because like that that was really cool. I actually didn't see her the whole time. Um, and I was like, just thank you for taking a picture with my kid. And um, I, I really appreciated that. Like that uh, the, all of this kind of made her day because um she did all this on her own. Like, I know mm-hmm. pra- people probably think that I'm like coming up to wrestling, be like, Hey, can you take a picture with my kid? No, my kid was just confident enough. Like, she got my kid. There's others too. My kids went up to both of them, went up to Orange Cassidy and were just like, Hey, can we get a picture with you? And uh, they took a picture with Orange Cassidy, took a picture with uh, uh, John, Silver. John Silver. Yeah, Billy <laughs> uh, got his Dark Order members mixed up and accidentally called. Alex Reynolds, Alan Angels, and uh, Alex Reynolds. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can see the look on his face, and Alan he's just. Like, ain't,
6: Alan ain't here no more. No, yeah. And he's like,
5: damn. Uh, he's like, of all people, had to be him, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
7: damn. Uh, like but, Alan. but, uh,
5: but, but, yeah, Alex Reynolds was really kind, though, and he still took a picture of Billy because Billy felt really bad. Uh, you could see the look on Billy's face of, like, oh, shit, I didn't mean to do that. Alex uh, just
6: sitting there like, nah, I got nice flowing hair. What are you talking about?
5: man? <laughs> <laughs> hey, so did – wait, 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 wait. First off, after they got all that money, uh, the Allen Angels have flowing hair. You know, remember the BTE bit where they uh, – uh, after they won, Matt Hardy's money and they all spent it on various things, and yeah. uh, and Alan Angel spent his on flowing locks.
6: Mm. Yeah, uh, shout shout out to Orange Cassidy, by the way. Yeah, that guy is man. He's cooking I,
5: right now. I think he's ha- I, having the best run of his career right now.
6: I, I think we have we've taken this guy for granted. I think people that just try to turn him into a joke wrestler. This guy is working, bro. That match last right. night was great.
5: Yes. Mm.
4: He hasn't had to. He hasn't been that comedy guy for so long. I don't even know why people are still
5: running nah, with this that's, narrative. That's the picture he took with my kids, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah. So, uh, but again, they all just walked up and just. Uh, the, Veda was very confident, and uh, that was her first experience at a wrestling show with her own phone and just getting to talk to everybody she wanted to talk to. And I was really proud of her for. Uh, having the confidence to do all that. Albert Ponce asks, Will, what is your Sasha percentage at the moment? Mm -hmm. By the way, uh, discovered uh, your cats, uh, discovered you cats, yeah, discovered you cats this year. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for keeping it uh, 100. I feel she will help AEW immensely. Uh, Will this lead to tag belts? Funny you said that, because uh, I was thinking about something. Um, You know, we've got... uh, There's a few people. I was thinking about the fact that we've got this Willow and Ruby tandem at the moment. It's actually kind of a functioning tandem. I actually like the idea of Ruby being the kind of straight face. Uh, I compared it to Wednesday and... um, uh, What's the other girl's name? God, why am I drawing a blank on uh, the cast of Wednesday? Because I I just... uh, Enid. Uh, Wednesday and Enid. There's two characters from the TV show Wednesday, but Wednesday being the the, the straight character who um, obviously sarcastic and, and uh, very antisocial. And then you have Enid who's very bubbly and happy-go-lucky and you would think that these two are going to clash and be enemies, but it turns out they kind of need each other to balance each other out and that Um, Wednesday gave Enid a little bit of a more realistic outlook on the world, but Enid taught Wednesday to kind of give the world a chance. (laughs) Um, and they were a good combo. And I, when I, I made that comparison at dynamite and the person behind me goes, yeah, Wednesday and Enid, I see it now. I see what, uh, what Ruby and Willow can be for each other. And so that's one combo. We also have the longtime tag teams, almost three years out of both of these teams, uh, or at least three years out of one of them. But uh, Ty Conti, or sorry, Ty Mello and Anna Jay have been together since the deadly draw in 2020. Um, We also have the team of Penelope Ford and the Bunny still aligned. And it does, for the moment, feel like, you know what, you might actually start To have kind of the makings for a division. Hell, I even like the fact that Red Velvet stood up for her friend in um, Kiara Hogan. And I'm like, you could do something with that, too. You actually do have a team you could run with. Uh, As far as my percentage is concerned, I said it's still at 90. Um, I'll give a new percentage update. You know, it's funny. (laughs) Uh, I have a hunch that tomorrow, Sasha will be removed from the WWE roster. And uh, at that point, I think we could start adjusting some percentages. Denise was like, fuck you, not going all the way. I'm going 99.9%. I'm done. Mm. I'm in. That's uh, not all the, uh,
6: all the way. All the way is 100%. 100%. I
5: don't know. Room for error, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> But it is feeling like. No one's denying anything. No one's like, it's not. The only people who are saying it's not are really. um,
6: People that are coping.
5: Yeah, that's really it. It's like people. It, It is. It's people that are coping. No, and I get it because it's people trying to expectation set. I, I, I fully get that. Shaunica says, Happy New Year, y'all. Looking forward to everything you do over the next year. Celebrating New Year's Eve and my birthday today. Happy birthday, Shanika." Ooh, happy um, happy right birthday, Shanika. And watching Wrestle Kingdom Live for the first time ever this week. Excited ever. to see what happens.
6: Oh, you are in for a treat. Wrestle Kingdom. Drink some
4: is always coffee the best. right now, girl. You better take a nap <laughs> right now for your birthday. You better uh, get ready because uh, it's late. Look,
6: man, I <laughs> I think some people think, because uh, some people that are like new to following me are like, um, I am a super AEW guy or anti WW guy, which is neither true. For the longest time, my favorite company was New Japan. And right. so I get excited for Wrestle Kingdom every year. Even if I don't watch every show, I always watch Wrestle Kingdom. I always watch it live. It's just, I don't know, it is it is a January tradition for me. It's right up there with uh, Royal Rumble. Now, staying yeah, up late it's... to
4: watch Kenny Oak in Okada that one time was, like, an experience that, like, it's crazy. So,
5: yeah. yeah. Uh, Ferthausen says, if Red Velvet wins the TBS title, I wouldn't mind. Um, I would like to see that.
6: Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind it.
5: Uh... Hold on, I gotta. Uh, I I just have to screen cap one quick comment, um, for different reasons. Uh, but we got this one from Joe. It says, "Thank you for a great year. You guys rule." And this is something I look forward to listening to every week. Is Velvet the one to dethrone Jade? Uh, I don't know, but I just I feel like that would be a good story and um, a good thing for. Uh, kind of bringing things full circle i think that would be really cool
4: she's yeah. on the short list of people for sure you know
5: yes and also speaking of short because she also compared to jade is so much significantly shorter uh it's it's insane uh let's see we got another one this one's from uh Haley. it says what are some of your dream matches for the women's division in 2023 Either Uh, women's division. I'm sure we're talking across the board. Um,
6: uh, I mean, I've been campaigning for Asuka EO for as long as I can campaign. I feel like this is the year to do it. Um, I feel like it should happen at a big pay-per-view like SummerSlam or something like that. Um, Just because, uh, to my knowledge, they've never had a one-on-one match. They've had tag matches together. Uh, They've been in a ring together, but they've never had a big one-on-one feud. And I feel like it should happen On the biggest stage, possibly, in WWE, Um, they're leaving money on the table if they don't. Every time they've they've hinted at this, people have gotten excited for it. So I feel like that needs to happen. On the AEW side, if we're getting Mercedes, Mercedes Mm. versus Sheeta is the way to go. I want to see that match in 2023.
5: Mm -hmm. You know what I think about a lot? I'm thinking a lot about what this iteration of Mercedes is about to be. Because mm-hmm. thinking about who she's been training with, where she's been training, and thing, and then a, a little tweet came back to mind. Do you remember when she was watching Double or Nothing and she tweeted um, about how much she just loves wrestling? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what match that was during? Mm-mm. Wasn't it Young Bucks and Lucha Bros? Mm. It was. I can't help but wonder what Sasha has in mind for what she has been, has been
6: training in, in in Mexico for a month. <laughs> it's a like, different, different speech.
4: She's going to be wrestling way different than she ever did in the world wrestling Federation. So this is going to be super interesting. Yeah. All my dream matches involve Mercedes, Mercedes and, Anybody on the AW Mercedes and Jamie is crazy. Mercedes and Willow is insane. Mercedes and Trishadora. I don't know. I want everybody to just wrestle Mercedes every week, just like Brian Danson. Do exactly what you're doing with Brian Danson. But with Mercedes, and we're lit.
5: Yeah. RH says, uh Charlotte wins LOL Reg is spot on though. Uh, <laughs>
6: I I didn't hate it, but I, awful I awful. only mostly because I was so amused by the whole thing. Um, yeah. I mean, speaking of Mercedes, I mean, Mercedes Julia.
5: Mm. This is going to be...
6: That would be amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
5: Ferdhausen says, going to my first AEW show in Seattle, not only seeing hometown wrestlers, but they are involved in stories that I'm loving. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, if there was ever a week to not have the Elite Death Triangle stuff going, this is kind of the week to do it because you have... uh, a lot of stuff surrounding the hometown people. And I've been underselling it, but like Ricky Starks and Chris Jericho feels like a top tier match. And the fact that it's going to have, uh, Ricky at, and the fact that Ricky is still considered, you know, on a different legendary level than Chris Jericho. Um, but this feels right. It feels like a right first time match. So, uh, do you guys feel on
4: the, on the Kenny side, do you, Thinks the Bucks are gonna go with them over there. You think they're gonna be his seconds?
6: Um. Uh, well, didn't melts talk about this? And he said that uh, they were initially scheduled to go with him, but it doesn't seem like it's happening.
5: Mm. Yeah.
7: Uh,
6: what is? Hey, what is the over under on my bold prediction? By the way, now that AJ Styles is injured, Eesh. that he was going to show up at Wrestle Kingdom with Carl uh, Anderson. Definitely yeah, under I... now. <laughs> Shout out to AJ um, Styles. Hopefully he
4: recovers quickly. Yeah, that you know,
5: I, it does. And, you know, he mentioned that this is going to be the longest uh, time off he's ever had in his career, which is just kind of wild. Um, mm-hmm. AJ Styles has been uh, just consistently going for the last 22 years. And uh, he's definitely just been in our line of sight for that entire time. It's interesting to think that he's never had an injury this significant. And now in a time where he is this is why i don't like uh as some people on twitter call him the safety police of pro wrestling who are like don't do that spot it's too dangerous um i don't like this guy because he wrestles a dangerous style and he's going to cripple himself and blah 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 the reason i don't like to do any of that is because uh you never know what's going to cause an injury aj styles yeah. as aj mentioned himself he's working kind of the lightest style he's ever worked in his career and mm-hmm. This was the time he got hurt. Like to me, it's you could get hurt at any time, and that's on why a house like, let, show match, not on, on a house TV, TV or
4: nothing. Yeah,
6: yeah. yeah,
5: yeah. I, that's why I'm just always like, let these guys do what they do, and you know, I think they understand the risks of what they do. And if it happens, it happens. Um, that's the risk of professional wrestling. I think everybody understands the risks of wrestling, but just
6: yeah, it, uh, let them do not... their thing.
5: It's unfortunate because it seemed like he was
6: starting to cook again other than edge mm-hmm. stuff this year i've been enjoying a lot of his tv matches i thought the mm-hmm. champa match was good i thought the the stuff he was doing uh in the in the build up to the u.s title stuff was very good i thought the finn match was very good as well um and it looked like you know he's back and you know working with his brothers again i thought it was i thought he was he was cooking something good again i was excited to see what he's going to do for wrestlemania so it's unfortunate
5: Yep. uh let's see we've got another one this one is from grampy it's just a woo! look i mean charlotte is is back and she is queen city again. bike uh we got Orion Bit 666 as credit to shana for uh, trying to be a good friend uh what is that in reference
6: to um uh, Oh, because she put her foot up on the rope and she was trying to help her win that match, which I thought that was hilarious. That oh, the that ref spot saw was him bad. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ref saw her do it, and he was like, yeah. he was like, "Yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing over there?" And I'm I like, "You kick saw you out. her put.
4: The- you watched it, dude. You watched you it. You saw her, her put that fo- <laughs> that foot on the rope. What are you doing?"
5: Uh, and same thing you said. uh Ben six six six. My dreams of Julia versus Mercedes are now at eighty percent. I would love to see it. Uh Kurt Benoit says Highlight of 22 Seeing swerve in Dublin Ain't nobody kicks in uh, I roar It's Will Washington's cousin And in the darkness A 500 single white guy Someone screams Grab city Biatch back at me That's yeah. so crazy Wow Wow In it. Dublin <laughs> What? What is wow. happening out here? Wow. wow I I love it Uh, Mike Harmeyer says, DJ and Roman are going to feud over Black Adam's box office numbers and (laughs) Roman will recruit James Gunn into the bloodline. Um, DJ.
6: DJ. That would be funny if they if they do do this. And that's the first thing that uh, Roman trying to get someone I'm like, you know, you're not getting it done in box office. though so you had to come back here. I think that's a exa- relevancy.
4: I think that's exactly the reason why The Rock is not going to show up. Because he's like, I don't. <laughs> Y'all are not about to be getting these jokes off on me on TV. No, he's, he's, not, been a, he's got been to get
5: jokes <laughs> off, by the way. Top dollar. They just, they put that man in a box last night. <laughs> But I have said that the uh, that a heel turn is kind of what they need I and totally. uh, this feels like exactly where they're going. Everybody was basically roasting top dollar over the the botched <laughs> dive and then they have ricochet, get some jokes in and that's when top dollar finally shoved him and got angry and they announced, Top Dollar versus Ricochet, uh, Royal Rumble qualifier next week.
4: Bald, white skin we... niggas with beards. It's lit for bald, white skin <laughs> niggas with beards right now. Who gonna win? I think that's
5: uh, where the turn is official.
6: Yeah, I mean, well, really, the funny thing is, um, he kind of went wrong to be mad. Like, nah, y'all go a week later and start throwing <laughs> jokes. I got mad too. Like, what is this? Nah, yeah, for real, I, I could y'all get y'all, <laughs> <off. laughs> y'all, y'all jokes off a week later, like at my expense, like. And it was a room for the
5: for the full of us, like yo, what are we nah, doing? Is it. Yeah, what the fuck going on? Like yo, COVID. Nah, but, but the thing is that's really how it does, right? I mean that's really how, that's how it goes. Though. Yeah, yeah that is how it happens, yeah.
6: But I I still understand why he was bad. I'd have been looking around like yo, what's up with y'all? Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> and I like how um Ashanti was like trying to kind of bring it back and he's like, Well, you know, we almost won the tag titles. And they were like, Yeah, nah. but the botch. Like that <laughs> <laughs>
6: not enough yeah, yeah i i thought the segment was not I, I i think playing into it
5: is the way to go new right. day with the broom uh, mm. <laughs> was was very funny mm. uh because i at first i when they brought out the broom i was like oh did somebody like recently get married is that what we're doing here and then mm. uh they were like and then when i realized it took me like two seconds but <laughs> when he was like oh just making sure you can clear it it was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you thought they were going to lift it up a little
6: bit higher?" And no way, Jose was just going to come in and start limboing. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Not no way, Jose. Oh man, uh, Joel Wood. Uh, Joel, what's the percentage? Wood says, "C uh, Rock." That's what happens when you join DC. Your whole character goes to hell. Should it just went to Marvel? Yeesh. Mm. I mean,
6: he he basically said he was open to business with Marvel mm-hmm. stuff, and that uh. That uh, message he put out thanking the fans. Um,
5: <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Valab says uh, all combinations of the post wrestle Kingdom angles are crazy. Jay versus Osprey, Kenny versus Jay, Kenny versus Okada, Osprey versus Okada. Yeah. Yeah.
6: I, I yeah. really think the story of Osprey versus Okada is like one of the best stories. Russell Kingdom, not Russell Kingdom. New, New Japan is building right now. I think i've said many times i think that g1 classic finals is so good just because of all the story they stuff they're doing there with osprey Osprey's going to beat okada at some point and it's going to be a triumphant moment for him mm-hmm. quietly had a very great year as well um i think any other year he would be wrestler of the year if it wasn't you know so many other guys have a great year as well but yeah um I am very curious to see who's going to go over in that match. Because in my head, I'm like, logically, it seems like Ospreay should win. Because Ospreay is going to be the guy that sticks around. He's a New Japan guy. Right. But yeah, I can see the reasoning for Omega to win as well.
5: Uh, let's see. Uh, Zero Prime says, yo, Will, did you get a chance to see Sheeta's title matches? I assume you're referring to her ice ribbon um title defenses uh or title defense i didn't know there was another if there was but i hadn't got a chance to see it yet um but i can easily open my uh wrestle universe app and uh <laughs> and give it a watch but i haven't yet wasn't that just yesterday i think it was I saw that's when she posted pictures but maybe i'm wrong um Let's see. Shane Monster says uh, and this is, he sent this before we talked about this, but here's to a less crazy 2023. What's your reactions to Dax's pod? Seems like FTR's future in AEW, AEW might be tied to punks from Dax's unity plea. Um,
6: well, the funny thing that I thought people misread and they were like, uh, because we've heard all of the Dax contract stuff going in the next year that the contract is up in April. I felt like this kind of showed the hand that he's not going anywhere I think right. he's sticking around mm-hmm. i think that anybody that's getting worked in it thinking he's leaving and to go to, to go to wwe is exactly that they're getting worked
4: like because he's saying we i want punk to come back so we can keep doing this like if he comes back to aew how would he keep doing this if he's going to somewhere else so
5: yeah yeah uh let's see got a couple more uh Ben 666 says so reg what smex toy are you boxing in the kitchen imagine uh being wwe social media director seeing that video come across happy new year Grap City.
4: yeah the homie uh jake paul was wild and hitting the bbc in the uh in this kitchen i don't know what's that's what's going on with that but you know boxing something i don't i'm not a boxer <laughs>
5: Uh, Let's see. Deontay uh, says, I'm at work and I heard Tam Tam name. Uh, Don't sleep on her. That's all I'm saying. Happy New Year, my fam. Uh, Wrestling 2023, going to be fantastic.
4: Thank you, Deontay. A lot of uh, appreciate everything you've given to us this whole year. Always been Mm -hmm. a big supporter of Graph City. Very cool. Happy New Year to you.
5: Uh, Caden says, in honor of the one-year anniversary of the best promo of all time, Who told you it was open mic night?
6: (laughs) Listen, get get Brandy Rose back on TV, man. I don't know who needs to do this, but get Brandy Rose back on TV.
4: (laughs) Oh, I know a perfect opportunity for it. The Royal Rumble is coming up, and we do need a new winner. See, my
5: my brain uh, my brain farted for a second because I'm thinking he was talking about the Jade one. I'm like, that was two years ago. Like, no, you're talking about. uh, Dan Lambert and Dan Brandy. Yes. yes. Um I forgot you you're a black belt?
6: Oh my god, I forgot I about f- that. I forgot about that line. Uh, which Damn by man. the way by the way, I was sitting here like I, I have to respectfully disagree with our Holy guest shit. and Tony Khan and I we don't need Dan Lambert back on TV. No, nah, yeah. No, I'm good. Yes.
5: Oh man, yeah, that was, like, was a time that was like, so...
6: is wild Cringe, <laughs> super cringe. But yeah, bring the... Brandy
4: back. Brandy two belts, baby. I still want my dream to come. Brandy to you two me. belts. She's holding at the end of WrestleMania. She's de- she also does a Roman Reigns and she mm. works both nights and she wins both belts. Sam, so. <laughs> <laughs> not into it, Phil. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Nah.
5: LaMora <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. La nah. says, imagine telling Sheeta, well, if you ignore Jim calling you a fetish object because of your ethnicity, you can learn a lot from Jim is just crazy.
4: That's pretty or, wild. Or,
6: or, <laughs> yeah. Or all other crazy stuff he said about Sheeta. Yeah. Nah. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. the uh, Uncle Jim should go play in traffic. Uh, wow. Uh, and. All right. And so on. Um, I want to get to the Humper Chats now. Humper Chats, thank you, everybody, uh, for uh, the great Humper Chats. We got this one here. Um, Shout out Van Twinblade supporting all year. He -hmm. says... one week till the next Glory Pro Show. The car. Dan the Dead versus or Dan the Dad versus Curry Man, Angelina Love versus Blair Onyx, Kenny Alfonso versus Mike Outlaw, War Horse versus Cody Lane, Camaro Jackson versus Jake Something, 2D versus Kylie Ray. Um, and watch on Fight Plus or come to St. Louis. Tickets still available.
4: That's a pretty great card that they got going on there. Starting off the year pretty hot
5: uh let's see d low digs says uh been a week uh gold i can or wait what now let's see been a week gold i can listen to the fellas uh also to finish the humper that got cut off about my christmas story uh parent packed money in the old clothes that played us or they played wait they played us oh got it okay okay uh yeah that's pretty good uh also hug your loved ones of course oh yeah uh
6: yeah
5: rest in peace to uh barbara walters yeah Mm -hmm. nah but really big rest in peace wrestling wise we gotta talk don west man oh oh yeah yeah shout out to don west shout out to don west Mm. are you kidding me like Mm -hmm. don west that was a guy that i think we took for granted at the time because i think people uh in the time period were very much like why is this guy so enthusiastic but like man It's one of those things where I think we as wrestling fans were so jaded at the time. It was – and then once we kind of got used to this idea of the last couple years of like, I don't know, just kind of – like that. I think that's – like Pat McAfee came along, right? And people looked at Pat McAfee and were like, okay, this guy has enthusiasm because he's watching it through the eyes of somebody who's not just been sitting on commentary for the last – you know, 20 years and whatnot, and I feel like that was an energy that Don West brought. And thinking about like those big X Division moments, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, I, I posted the uh Elix Skipper one uh yesterday, but just thinking about some of the biggest X Division moments of all time, um, and you know, him screaming, Let's go, Red, uh, mm-hmm. and how much he treated the X Division like he's seeing the greatest action you've ever seen in your life. You've never Mm -hmm. seen anything like this and you'll never again see anything like this. I feel like that was infectious. And I feel like that led to the X division becoming what it was to so many people. Like I, 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 it took me a minute to, to kind of learn how much TNA meant to a lot of younger wrestlers who basically saw that, saw Don West's uh, enthusiasm and saw uh that presentation of wrestling and said you know i I see all this other stuff happening in wrestling but like that's the stuff i want to do that's exciting Mm -hmm. that's what i want to be and i feel like don west helped create a lot of that he was the voice of tna for so long and the fact that he came from outside of pro wrestling but was like i'm gonna bring all the energy i can to this it's great
6: right yeah kind of like uh moral ranallo Uh, which surprised he's not doing anything wrestling related right
4: now Mm -hmm. i'm very surprised about Morrow. he was a great commentator but yeah don west being attached to so many of those early tna memories like if you watch a, a tna clip from 2002 to fucking 10 you're gonna hear don west saying something all those great aj styles clips he's attached to the kurt angle stuff he was uh when I think of Impact, I, uh, TNA, I think of his voice and the 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 also the guy who passed so I can't remember his voice right now, but that would intro all the shows. Like those two voices are like super synonymous, you know, of course Mike Tanae too. Those T-N-A. voices are in
5: a yeah, right, Cross right the line.
4: Black man, black man, by the way. I wish I could remember his name at this moment. But uh yeah, Don West was uh I th- agree with Will Washington. I think we took for granted him being there every single week. Uh, and doing it and and just being super enthusiastic and we're just used to monotone and, and all these things so I'm yeah. super uh, appreciative of everything that he gra- gave us a, as, a, as a commentator and rest in peace to Don West shout out to his family all the things because he was a, a great part of wrestling history
6: yeah agreed uh, yeah losing, losing family this close to Christmas sucks too it's, it's awful it does Yeah. Mm -hmm.
5: But yeah, rest in peace, Don West. We will miss Don West. Like I was just watching that video of his um, the uh, I was watching the Don West video that he it was right before AEW had launched and he was kind of just putting over uh, everything everybody was doing and how excited he or how excited it was and how excited he was for it. And he's like, I wish we had done all of this stuff. And I hope AEW takes over because you guys are young and hungry and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, even just in those last few years, he was just excited about uh, the pro wrestling. And, and he had made a name for himself in it. It was such great stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will miss you, Don West. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's see. We also have another Humper Chat. Uh, what's the next one to read? This, one says, this one's from Atlas Earth. It says, what are y'all's thoughts? Oh, yeah, we read this one, did Yep, we? yep. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, we did. My bad. Corey Lamb says, it's been great watching your streams this year, but Reg impersonating the Rampage at 8 on the New Year's episode has had me laughing all year. Keep up the amazing work, guys.
4: I don't remember that, but I'm sure it was. I, I don't remember uh, that either. Uh, <laughs> that was, that was uh,
6: Tony... Uh, tony after oh yeah yeah yeah. yes 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 rampage i don't remember.
4: i'm still not remembering what happened
5: but after tony's tweet remember like he said everything he said and then he did the whole uh oh, oh, I mean, okay.
4: okay i now remember <laughs> that was wild man <laughs> it's like not nah, i don't really fuck with that shit but y'all should watch rampage at eight though it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about that first part though bro <laughs>
6: <laughs> that was yo, yeah, that was a crazy segue. <laughs> what a time. What a time.
5: What a time. Let's see. Uh Kyle says, Much love to my favorite podcast, Graps City. Hope y'all three and everyone watching has a happy and healthy new year, and twenty twenty three is a dope year for wrestling overall. Uh, I hope it is. Like yeah. truly looking forward to it.
4: I think it should be. Like, we're gonna get the full triple A. I mean, I was going to say full Triple H without Vince, but Vince um <laughs> the bro like could around. be back out, no, I'm saying <laughs> could be anything at this point but uh, and we should get the full Triple H without the Vince stink being on him to see what he does from I guess from you know coming up on Monday on because WrestleMania season he gets to kind of set his own things so yeah. I'm excited about it
5: Uh, Atlas Earth says I think Dax doesn't get into detail about Corny's bigotry because he knows his fan base loves him and doesn't want to alienate them nor alienate people who dislike Corny Uh, in my humble opinion that's pretty cowardly of him if Dax is against bigotry speak up
6: yeah I I get not want to alienate certain fans and wanting to uh, you know let fans appreciate certain things they want but nah not at that not if right. that's the cost if the cost exactly is you don't speak up against bigotry then i don't um, agree with that
4: right
5: pablo says happy holidays Grab city joining late and just have to say uh you all had an incredible year with some of my favorite interviews most improved aew on-screen talent of the year um on-screen talent hmm. um hmm. most
6: improved on-screen hmm. talent of the year I would say.
5: Oh, wait a minute, is that one from last week? I think we read that one, but either way, uh, um, my bad. <laughs> but <either> way, <laughs> yeah, so I think we did read that one last week. My bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, because okay. uh, and the reason I misread that one is because we actually have a uh, a different one from Pablo, and this one oh, gotcha. says. Uh, Happy New Year Grapsity Thanks for the great content Will, loudest reaction on Wednesday From our section uh, Jungle Hook and maybe Acclaimed And Father Ass Uh, Acclaimed did get a really great reaction Uh, I told the story on Day After Dynamite But I think it's more appropriate here That uh, Max Caster and uh, Anthony Bowens Came out to the ring uh, And they were scissoring everybody Uh, Bowens was really cool Uh, Caster on the other hand uh he scissors both my kids then looks up and realizes whose kids it is and he's like taking my scissors back and- <laughs> what's, up? what's up with you max what's, what's
4: going on here bro like what's <laughs> up? up with you bro? <laughs> show, bro i'm not really getting what's, it
6: what's up yeah you you see you see another max throwing shots at us you think it's cool to do that now like what's wrong <laughs> with you man and you ducked the smoke it was, the smoke was and, brought and, to and your it, doorstep say, and you're
4: like ah
5: I'll say I had a good laugh. Uh, but it, come it was Come on,
6: man. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. I just gave my man props on his on his uh, on I his, did too. uh segment uh, this week. Man, I thought it man. was
5: a great segment. And uh also the new dynamite presentation giving title matches on dynamite uh animated versus screens. Excellent shit. I, mm-hmm. I thought that was uh really cool. But nah, um it was funny when being caster I eye contact we wow. are like two feet away from each other. and That look of he was like, I, uh, it was, it was wow. very funny. Shout
6: out to Anthony Bowens. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
7: yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: So, yeah, that was, uh, that was a great experience and a great part of the night. Um, it was great meeting Pablo. Uh, got to talk to him for a little bit, and, uh, he also sent another, Uh, Humper Chat, Uh, this one just says, uh, still think early Sasha story is wanting to be first AEW tag champs with Soraya to bring honor back to women's tag after what happened with her in Trinity.
6: I don't agree. I think that uh, the tag thing was uh, the thing that was a pet project over there at WWE. I think Sasha is coming for everything next year.
5: Mm -hmm. everything now that said I think the moment with Soraya is a really important one and that's the reason why I think that they're doing this in LA for Soraya's first match on Dynamite for her first match on Dynamite to have Sasha's involvement and to have that moment where they can kind of it's it's I won't say like at the Brett Sean levels obviously because you know those two had real animosity but to be able to show the world that after Soraya's career was ended for that many years, and now here's her and Sasha teaming together to show we're cool, no hard feelings. Because, look, Sasha stands have come at Soraya for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's... Yeah,
6: there are a lot of nasty stuff people were saying about Sasha as well mm-hmm. that was really unnecessary. But Sasha's going to turn on Soraya. It's coming. <laughs> oh sure, a ma-
5: like that. that's a story she's you can tell too there's, there's a mm-hmm. lot you can do, but at least to get that initial moment out Of the two of them working yeah, together hugging. No, I think yeah. it's going to be a cool moment
6: I, I think the moment of having them in the ring together For the first time uh, Since uh, she got injured Is going to be a huge moment for women's wrestling uh, But yeah Given everything we know about Mercedes History, she is going to turn on her And it's going to lead to the one on one match mm-hmm. If that's where we're going with it,
5: That would be cool um, as far as loudest reaction was concerned at the show, by the way, I because I, there were some good loud ones. I feel like you know Brian, when his music hit, got a really good reaction. Big pop, um, yeah, big pop for him. Uh, Hook did get a really good reaction when his music hit. Uh, but I would say, like, just the being a part of the false count anywhere match that felt to me like the loudest that the show had gotten was just through the match itself very loud uh, uh
6: yeah I, I saw someone say sasha joins bullet club if she joins any gaijin uh stable, it's a tie because that's the that's that's the stable and stardom to join if she joins the stable over there it should be a weto tie
5: mm. i can't believe we're just a couple days away this is gonna be insane unreal come on man uh,
6: sasha standing next to slk Come on, it, it, And Come on, bro.
5: <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Cardar says, What are decent seats for the uh, Royal Rumble at Alamo Dome floor or riser? This will be my first one. Um, so I sat on the floor at the Alamo Dome for Re- Royal Rumble 2017, but I was also just like, Did we have first row? Well, we were really close. Um, I think we were first or second row on the floor. So if you can pull that off. Go ahead, but I'd say once you're out of, like, probably the first 10 rows of the floor, you start to – you can't even see the ring. You're pretty much looking at the screen the whole time. Uh, So I would say if you can't get in on those first few rows on the floor, then just start looking at risers. Um, You'll have a good view. Uh, When I – my view for Royal Rumble 2017, by the way, um, we were – I had a view of the Tron. That's one of the best views you can have is getting to see that 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And same with this year. Uh, we we were staring directly at the Tron the whole time. Uh, so getting to see the countdown and the, the entrance videos and all that, that's a great view to have for the Rumble.
6: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've never been to that arena, so.
5: Well. <laughs> yeah, so you did get to go to the Rumble last year, but yeah, not at that.
6: I've, I've got to go to another Rumble and, and wash that uh, palette clean. Uh, Being at a bad (laughs) rumble, It was the first rumble I've ever been to, and I got to get to another rumble.
5: I I gave that my worst of the year on this year's. uh, uh, Me and Denise did after the year yesterday, and I gave, I I ended up giving it to Rumble, and I'm sorry, Um, but I I talked about how the Royal Rumble sign, or not Royal Rumble, the WrestleMania sign catching fire. I think was. (laughs) The biggest omen of that show being as bad as it was. And then they just lit it
6: again. I'm like, yo.
5: Hey, they cleared the fans out the second time, though. They were like, uh, hey, y'all got to get out of here. You don't got to leave, but y'all got to go stand someplace else. They cleared that whole <laughs> section of fans out because Brock had to point at the sign and have the pyro go off. And it caught fire again.
6: Brock was very Brock was real. Royal Rumble winner this year. I completely forgot about that. Nasty.
5: Yep. Uh, Life of Deem says uh, I just want to say Happy New Year, Grap City Crew. You guys are my favorite podcast. Wishing you a lot of success in 2023. And thank you for being incredible voices in this community. Hopefully, I'll see you guys at a show or two next year. I hope we see you again next year as well. Um, Hopefully. That was a good time.
7: Mm
5: -hmm. Uh, And... I want to make sure I get every super chat we could possibly get to because there's, did we get this one? Uh, Jared asked, do you think the WWE needs a mid-card women's title? They have um,
6: one. I... <laughs> they do. They do, but they don't treat it like a mid-card title.
5: Uh, I mean, th- that was the SmackDown women's title for a little bit. I get what you're saying mm-hmm. there. Uh, I mean
6: the the tag title. The tag titles are supposed to be make card titles. They don't treat them like main card titles. Mm.
5: <laughs> uh, let's see. The okay, I think we're I think I'm caught up on the super chats, right? Yes. Okay. So we'll start with this one here from Caden it says. Uh, Am I the only one who finds the Wrestling Observer news report or newsletter reports odd. Feels like they're only negative towards Punk. Also, Happy New Year's, gents. I mean, it depends on where they're getting info from. Um, um
6: I, but I feel like that's why Punk was so incensed by some of the stuff earlier this year because he mm-hmm. felt like it was very much uh, biased to to him. Right. And I think that's why he felt like certain people were leaking directly to him to make him look bad. Yes. Um, as I don't, I'm not saying that I believe that to be true, but I think that that's why he felt that
5: way. Right. Lee Butler says, I'm a bit behind. That guy sold me weed, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a good story at the beginning of the show. Um I am LaLucha says, just got here. Going to roll back and listen from the start. But I just want to say Happy New Year to the best crew doing this. Uh, much love and blessings. Cheers to an amazing 2023 for Grapsity City, Fightful, and Black and Brown folks everywhere. Thank Straight you so much. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Uh, and Jared says, do you think the WWE ne- Oh, yeah. We just read that. Um, <laughs> my bad. Uh, Brent says, Happy New Year's evil gentlemen Man, hell of, uh, wait. Man, Hell of War 2 uh just feels like TK isn't showing uh down with the crazy one uh with the crazy one bit in twenty twenty three. Uh can't wait to see what you guys accomplish next year.
4: Thank you, Brent. Appreciate it.
5: Appreciate you, Brent. Um and Caden uh, says, "After glass onion, do we all agree Batista is the greatest wrestler turned actor of all time? His range is phenomenal. I no, think it's uh... Debo. It's Debo. It kind
7: is. <laughs> it kind is, <laughs> it is. No, not. I
5: Debo. will say, I will say uh, that Batista is."
6: He's he's definitely he's definitely in the conversation for Grays of all yeah. time.
5: Yeah, I th- I think Batista definitely surprised people, right? Because like Batista was never a great mic guy, um, and you know it, I distinctly remember everybody making fun of him. I was one of mm-hmm. them who, when he had that line where uh, he was talking about the Hell in a Cell, and he says, "Where weapons are not only welcome, they're allowed." <laughs> and they were like you, you said that, you, you said that backwards, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and like nobody popped because that was. Are you he sure he wasn't?
6: He was in as Dax all. I mean, as Drax all the way back then. He was getting, <laughs> yeah. his, mm-hmm. he was getting his audition in for uh, Guardians. Could um, have been. But,
5: But yeah, but like, I don't know, when you think about all the stuff we've seen him in, whether it is Glass Onion slash Knives Out, whether it's Guardians of the Galaxy, he had My Spy, he had Stuber, like, he has had so much range as an actor, like, I think the greatest is still The Rock, and the reason we still have to give that to The Rock is because of what he's accomplished as that guy. To become the biggest star in Hollywood Mm -hmm.
6: um, is... if we're talking about accomplishments, it's rock. If we're talking acting yeah, right. ability,
5: I don't think it's rock. Sure. Well, the but rock, accomplishments the rock
7: so
4: is so the, sure. the rock is accomplishments the rock in every movie. That's <laughs> right. why.
5: But yeah, but like accomplishments in film, it is the rock. Like yeah. he is the greatest. There no one's done what he's done. Um in terms of he, it, but then we also have to say that Debo didn't really have much range. He's Debo in every. <laughs> nah, man, we're not,
6: I'm not letting you do that. He threw that bomb. He threw that bomb detonator out in dark, dark night, bro. I ain't letting you do that to my guy.
5: <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. First off. Yes, he did, and it's yeah, one of the greatest that. scenes in film history. Mm-hmm. But that was Debo doing it. The fact is, we're calling him Debo. That ain't even his name.
7: <laughs>
5: is Debo. That name, that man's name was Tim Lister. And the fact mm. that uh, we still only know that man is Debo because nah, we know nah. that no matter what movie Debo. he was in, Debo. Debo. <laughs>
6: nah, nah, put that put that gun down, Craig. Get knocked out like your father used to.
7: <laughs> Debo. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
5: that man's name is Debo. Mm-hmm. Um that is peace. yeah, the Rest in Peace to, to Tim Lister. Yeah, that was uh sad losing him uh to COVID, uh but yeah, the it, it, it's he, it, it is interesting that Thinking about how he came into professional wrestling because yeah, I was introduced to him as Zeus. I always mm-hmm. knew Zeus, and when I saw Zeus in Friday, I was like, "Oh shit, Zeus in Friday, right?" <laughs> right. Uh, you know, Zeus in the Fifth Element. Like it's, uh, he was Zeus to me. That's that was how that worked.
6: Nah, my man, my man, and Meteor Man. Come on, bro. Nah, nah. Mm-hmm. I, I, we not, we not questioning Devo's body of work.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Mm-hmm. But we call him Debo still. His name's Debo. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, his name. I, <laughs> oh,
4: man.
5: Yeah, that's my boy, punk. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Still one of the greatest scenes of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, to this day, if somebody asks me for something and I go, no. Like, that's...
6: <laughs> man, mm. great. Just... Come on, man. One of, one of the greatest comeback spots in, in in movie history is uh Ice Cube coming in with the brick and hitting him after we <laughs> thought he was down. <laughs> <Great> comeback spots.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Stanley left his window open. Come on, Smoke, let's go in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Debo. Although, am I the only person who like consistently thinks about what uh Stanley was like before Friday? because like you know they they utter the line like uh man stanley's been acting like a little bitch lately and like he's like can you guys stay off my grass please thank you and i'm like Mm -hmm. they said lately what changed with stanley before then i don't know like was stanley just like cool beforehand and then one day was just like nah actually i need you guys to, to to stay off my grass thank you disperse (laughs)
4: <laughs> because Debo was breaking in his damn house he's like you know what I'm gonna just keep everybody off my lawn at this point These niggas too, are many,
6: too many people Look, from fellas. Friday too many people from Friday have passed away man I know so yeah, yeah.
5: alright uh, let's see Steph the writer says uh, thanks for a great year guys do you guys think WWE needs to try and move on from the bloodline in 2023 I think bloodline just kind of needs a uh Like, I think they could be on to something. Hear me out here. But it requires commitment. They could be on to something if they position this Hurt Business Reunion as the true counterpart to the bloodline. If you position the four of them against the four main members of the bloodline and you have... Bobby toe-to-toe with Roman, and you have the Usos toe-to-toe with Shelton and Cedric. I think that would be a way you can keep this fresh. Because right now, they have no counterpart.
6: Yeah. I, I, I think it depends on how they finish the Sami storyline and how they finish um, Roman's uh, title reigns. I think they've got to they've gotta finish strong with both of those things. Um, and I think that's that's where I'm at with it. I don't think that the bloodline has kind of lost its luster yet. I think that the Sammy stuff has made Bloodline more entertaining than it's ever been, and so I think it's just a matter of finishing that storyline well. Right.
5: Yes, and I'm looking forward to it because we've got the we've got some exciting twists in the storyline. Of course, because Sammy was the one that lost in the tag match, and that's obviously not going to keep Roman happy. And uh we'll probably uh, I imagine with the with them going toward Roman versus Kevin Owens at Royal Rumble. I can imagine that uh we're approaching the, the turning point for the storyline where it's really gonna hit its climax. Um I'm ready to to see a lot this year, I think. Uh Hunter's probably been holding on to a lot of cards for the build up to WrestleMania. Yeah. Did I say Tim Lister? I meant Tommy Lister. My bad. I had it wrong the whole time, and the chat's mm-hmm. all correcting me. <laughs> uh, um,
6: yeah, I don't know, because I've seen some people that are like, uh, do we really need Bloodline back? I mean, not Bloodline, but uh, Hurt Business back. And I think because the Hurt Business got most of their success during pandemic wrestling, I think it is a suitable test to see how they're going to work in front of a live crowd and see if it's a sustainable act. Um, I mm-hmm. think they at least owe, deserve that chance uh, because they never got
2: it. Right.
5: Uh, oh, and you know what? I, I tweeted about the the rumor that it's going to be John Cena versus uh, Logan Paul at WrestleMania. I really hope not. I, I really hope that, like, that one. like uh, just thinking about the idea that John Cena is in this last leg of his career and there's still some dream matches left on the table for Cena – For Cena, that's what I want to be seeing is dream matches Mm -hmm. Um, and for uh, and then for Logan Paul, I feel like, look, I get it, he's a star, um, but I feel like in the realm of wrestling, he hasn't earned the John Cena match. Like, thinking about if John Cena has that few matches left, like, there are dream matches on the table for him. If you have a possibility of Stone Cold Steve Austin working the show, John Cena versus Stone Cold is your match. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. that has to be the match. And then thinking about Logan Paul, like, I think him just getting started like this should be having matches with guys kind of proving that he belongs. And so, like, I posted on Twitter that... Logan Paul, like if he's not gonna have the title match, Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins is where I'd go. I think Mm. that that's the type of match where (laughs) I I know I know for Phil, it's like look, that is not the guy I want to see him with. But to me, I'm like, okay, if you want to show that Logan Paul is a rising star who can hang with the best of them, and and Rollins, I feel like Rollins is a part of the main is a part of the roster that you're showing that Logan Paul can hang with. But if it's just going to be part-timer versus part-timer, you should, you're essentially just taking up TV time for two part-timers. Um, whereas I think if you're going to bring in a part-timer, it should be used. like. And I'm just talking from a viewer standpoint. I'm not talking about you know building the wrestling business, any of that. I'm just talking about if I'm watching this show, it would be weird in any TV show for side characters to come in, for cameos to come in and essentially get the show to themselves or get even a segment of the show to themselves and not be involved with the main cast members. Cause like, that's what I would be excited for. And I think that even in a professional wrestling environment, don't bring in two part-timers to just work with each other. Right. Um, that yeah, doesn't make I, sense to me.
6: Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> like the idea of him having whatever, three or four matches and then immediately getting the scene a match. Um, uh, I'm good. Um, yeah, I-
5: I see people right. want to see Cena versus Gunther. That's a good option. Cena versus Theory, um, and you know the uh, Theory dropping the champ is here. The last week on Raw was kind of the first time I felt like, okay, I can see that this is possible. After last think-
4: night, people want to see Cena and Gunther for what? He's not going to take no chops. He ain't going to take no power bombs. He ain't going to take shit. What do you want out of that match?
6: <laughs> Cause he, <laughs> come on, for America. What do you mean?
5: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, if that's God. all the storyline, if Cena came in to work Gunther, and it's just America versus uh, for America,
6: I've never won the IC title. That is the last thing I haven't accomplished with this company. For America, I will bring the IC title back to the where it belongs. <laughs> Come
5: Ew. on, man! No, <laughs> that, no, that sounds rancid. Nothing Not like the group. match itself. I think would be good if we got big match John in it if John was willing to have his chest caved in he but takes if it zero, is
4: like zero bumps and you think he's gonna let gunther turn his chest in? A yeah fucking I hurt. mean look he that was
5: that Cena taking no bumps in a match you knew he was gonna take no bumps in it's a John Cena like tag match and it's his special appearance tag match like you knew what he was gonna do here like at least I did I, I felt like we've seen this before we know what Cena does here I almost thought the only thing I found insulting in the match is Cena was really hamming it up on the, the tag, like tag me in, come on. Like it's the, the little the art we have on this uh Twitter stream, but the picture of Cena reaching or Twitter stream, the YouTube stream, but Cena reaching and like hamming it up like please tag me in, please tag me. And it's like you know he's not gonna get tagged in. You know, at no point is he getting tagged in on this match. Oh, it's my mama calling me. Look, it's my mom. Uh, I'll call her back shortly. Um, but uh, anyway, I don't know. Yeah, I,
6: I think Gunther's seen it. it can be good, but um, I've also seen that report that they're talking about Gunther versus Brock, which I know Gunther is a Brock fan, so yeah, I'd rather that have that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there' are good options out
5: there. There are good options. Uh, we're just we're starting to see it all uh, uh, come together. And I hope for big things for this WrestleMania season. I think it's going to be exciting. But also, I think Wrestle Kingdom is going to be exciting this week. Uh, I've been looking forward to that. I think we're doing Ask Rhapsody the
6: day after Wrestle Kingdom, aren't we?
5: (laughs) Very interesting. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because we'll have seen it all. And I said uh, on after the year this week, yesterday, and I'll repeat this point. That I think after Wednesday, everything should be really clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as who the tag partner is, we'll know. Even if it's not said, we will know right. by the end of the day Wednesday. Everything should be fairly clear. Uh, as somebody in the chat's asking, what happened to KO's eye? Um, I've seen Twitter speculation that it was a receipt for Survivor Series. I I hope that's not the case. Oh, Um, whoa. I hope not. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it did happen in the match, and it did happen in the exchange with Roman, but I don't, I can't imagine that being an intentional receipt.
6: Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know if that's uh, fair to run with that. uh, Yeah,
5: I I wouldn't run with that at all. Um, And that's, that's... Basically, all I'm going to say is I can't prove that at all. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that. Um, let's see. Will McLean is asking, what time does Wrestle Kingdom start? I've seen 1 a.m. and 3 a.m. Eastern. I think it's at 3 Eastern, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's usually around that time period. Too. Yeah, so yeah.
4: I usually start watching it at 1 a.m. on West Coast time. Yeah.
5: Uh, and Roland is saying, hey, Grap City, which venues would you like to see for Forbidden Door and Full Gear in 2023? I have Boston to Forbidden Door and Toronto for Full Gear.
6: Uh, what are you talking about? United Center for free- <laughs> 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 uh, i Gear? I've said that Forbidden Door should happen in New York this year. I think that that's a good spot mm-hmm. for it. Um, I know that they don't want. We've talked about it before, and Will doesn't want them to ruin Madison Square Garden. There are spiritual reasons to do Madison Square Garden because of the Ring of Honor show that was there, and other reasons. Um, I would like to see them do New York, but hearing Tony talk about Ring of Honor, like he's
4: not—you know—he wants to get so far away from the tropes that WWE has created that I don't think he would ever book MSG at this point.
6: Yeah, I mean, even if you decide to do that at a. Uh, Arthur Rash or somewhere else in New York, I would be interested in it. Right. Um, as for full gear, I don't know. Um, it's a good question. Uh, I think Canada deserves a uh, AEW pay per view at this point because they haven't gotten yeah. one. So Toronto makes sense.
5: Mm-hmm. My mom still be leaving voicemails. Um, <laughs> the- <laughs> I just I see I have a new voicemail and that is uh, I don't know. This old people thing. You guys' parents ever leave voicemails still?
6: Nah. Um, no, my dad still barely knows how to text, and so his text is really, very funny. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, nah, dad, you don't have to do that. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, no, my dad, usually if I talk to my dad, he doesn't leave a voicemail, no. Uh, that's. Yeah, I, I momma- feel like that's that's solely a, a mother thing to do, is to leave a voicemail. My mama yeah.
4: sent a text like, what's up, what's good? She don't be leaving too many voicemails, so...
5: No, nah, I mean my mom. When she calls, she is like the only person. I'm pretty sure all my voicemails that I still have on my phone are from my mom. Nobody else. It's like bill collectors and my mom, and that's it. That's the only people I ever get voice messages from. Um, let's see. So I'm trying to answer Redmond's question here because he says, "Do you think TK will give Mercedes a post-dynamite press conference after the LA show?" I feel he needs to present this as the huge deal it is. So at the moment. I'm not seeing any press conference announced. Um, Actually, it says, as far as that show is concerned, there will not be a post-event media scrum. Um, So that could change, of course. You know, CM Punk did have one for the the first dance. So I could see that happening. At the moment, though, there is not one. Mm. So... Maybe there could be, but uh, specifically, it does say there is not. Mm-hmm. I think if it is her, though, they should. Totally. <laughs> like, absolutely.
6: Yeah, totally. they, should, uh, they should allow her to address uh, media like a professional.
5: Mm-hmm. But I could have sworn I was told she's unprofessional.
7: Oh,
5: yeah. <laughs> trying to gather what my away. thoughts in the potential question. Well, what a way to bring that back around. I will say this, and I'm going to throw this out there as we wrap this show. <sighs> Mercedes, come to Grabsody. Yeah. This is
6: I, I, I feel like... Uh, no I, bushes I to like... beat around.
5: Just pull up.
6: We want
4: Mercedes on this show. So fucking bad. I don't care. I'm killing kayfabe. We want Mercedes here. Killing kayfabe. We, um, we want it.
5: We'll talk yeah. to you about everything. We'll ask oh. you all the questions.
7: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. We'll fawn a little bit, but for the most part, we... We're
4: going to fawn a lot of it. I'm going to try to get my shit together before it happens, honestly. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah, she, she should definitely come through. Uh, but, man, what an amazing gear! Uh, I don't know if I've said this on this podcast yet, but out of all the guests we've had on this podcast, and, uh, Jade Cargill... Willow Nightingale, everybody we've had Danny Danny Limelight, EJ Mduka, Tony Khan. Appreciate all of them coming through. Um, mm-hmm. Appreciate everybody we've had that are just friends that have came through. Big homie Cam that came through last week. Uh, Graham, everybody that has been a guest and supported this thing that we've made in a year. Um, everybody that we've met at shows this year that has you know stopped and said hello to us. Everybody that has watched our podcast and retweeted our podcast appreciate you um uh, big Emilio. that um every time i talk to him now um boast about being one of our highest viewed episodes uh, <laughs> <laughs> um and i have i have definitely given him shit because i'm just like when does the new day start in their podcast again because if you guys don't know he produced that podcast and i'm like bring back feel the power what's going on man yeah uh, and just, just appreciate everybody that's come Got to, me. Got man. me through
5: many a drive, by the way. That uh, podcast yeah. was one of my favorite lists. Great, great
6: podcast. Um, man, appreciate everybody. Um, big shout out to Sean Ross for giving us the outlet. Um, shout out to Roll Bikes for giving us um, equipment. Just mm-hmm. been a great year, man. Been uh, a kid. really great year. Mm-hmm. Great year, man. Appreciate all of you guys, man.
5: And honestly, the, yeah, this is the first calendar year we have completed City. We were on every single week this year. I missed one week because I was traveling to Chicago. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, uh, SP three came
6: in and Philly. Shout in out to SP three, Yeah. SP yeah.
5: yeah. Swerve came through twice on the show, once as a free agent, and then again uh as one half of the AEW World Tag Team Champions be yeah, the big I mean,
4: homie. Shout out to the big homie for coming through, man. Y'all, our it, house, It's,
6: it's, it's house. been like uh, it's been a year, man. But
4: honestly, like, all those interviews are great. But honestly, like, just the episodes where just the three of us are talking for three hours and laughing about random things or anything is just great. Like, just waking up on Saturday, getting to talk, wrestling with my friends, unfiltered, blah, blah, blah. It's just,
6: I love it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Shout out to my homie Cole that helped us with the... Uh... The live episode. Mm-hmm. Um, big homie Andreas hails to help us with that. Just so many people that have been supporters of what we do, man. Mm-hmm. Appreciate y'all. Mm-hmm.
5: Love everybody who has helped and supported Grapsity this year. And uh, there's going to be a lot more next year. And yeah, I love everybody. I, I, all of the, the people who have been adjacent to Grapsity and, and uh, just in the community. Look, I've said it before. I will continue saying it. Um, I have wanted to see. I've been in this space now 18 years. The 2023 is, is the 18 years. Uh, started in 2005. And I have wanted to see black people succeed in this space for a very, very long time. And they were succeeding long before Grab City, So I don't think I'm taking credit for that. Um, but the support that we've gotten and in the same vein, the support we've been able to then turn around and, and share it likewise. And just seeing the community kind of bring each other up is always a cool thing. Um, and I want to continue to see that out of black wrestlers and black wrestling media alike. Yeah.
6: Um, man, I think one of the, one of my favorite things we got to do this year is, uh, Get on and talk about punk in one of our Highest Viewed episodes and give Jassy that interview. Just because I think Mm -hmm. Jassy is great. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just a lot of great things I thought we were able to do this year, man. Just couldn't be more grateful. Honestly.
5: It's going to be a really great year for Black women, by the way. Um, 2023, like the fact that we're already, the whole conversation is surrounding... Mercedes, what is Mercedes going to do? But we're already also having a conversation about what's next for Jade, and we're all speculating mm-hmm. on who's going to beat her. Could it be Red Velvet? And then we're like, but who's the opponent for literally the one of the longest-reigning Raw women's champions of all time in Bianca Belair? We just keep having these conversations right yeah. now. and doesn't, it's...
6: doesn't Trisha Dora have a big match coming up this week for uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro?
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Yep.
6: So, yeah.
4: Busy
5: out here. No, this is gonna be a great year for black women in wrestling. Like I I I've been 2022 to put a bow on this. Just it, it's been a wild roller coaster of a year. Uh there's been a lot to talk about, but there's also been a lot to enjoy. And I hope that you had a chance to to find something you loved out of this year. Um to close all of this out two things one If you haven't gotten your vote in in the fightful awards make sure you do uh fightful select.com although everything's got kind of clear winners at this point but me sean and denise are going to be hosting the official presentation of the fightful awards this january so stay tuned to that it'll be right here on this channel youtube.com slash fightful also speaking of things that we do over at fightful um over on fightful overbooked going on right now um Fightful Overbooked is chatting 2022 and looking into 2023. Uh, and uh, all the super chats over there are going to the Overbooked contributors. So head on over there. Um, and again, support Fightful Overbooked. Um, there's a lot of ideas that go into Fightful Overbooked. And it's kind of cool because you, you kind of get the test. Uh, it's, a, it's a way to kind of get the test drive some things for Fightful, really. Um, and I say that because... I got to be the first, right? Like Day After Dynamite was just an idea I had in that somebody had asked me, they said, uh, hey, I missed your reviews from um, RBR reviewing Dynamite. Would you be willing to do that again sometime? And I was like, well, you know, Jeremy's launching Fightful Overbook. Let me see if I can do that. And I started Day After Dynamite on Fightful Overbook. show did so well that Sean wanted it on main Fightful feed. And that's where it is now. And I just think about the fact that without... Jeremy giving me that opportunity with Fightful Overbooked that wouldn't have happened. And so, um, yeah, support Fightful Overbooked because, you know, the more those shows get to grow, you're kind of giving them opportunities and it's, it's, it's a cool thing. So any final words from you guys?
6: Um, I don't know. Did you miss any Super Chats before before we get out of here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want um, anybody to yell at us. Um, <laughs> yes. Van
5: <laughs> Twinblade says, get Tootie on Grapsody. Oh, oh appreciate yeah, sure. that that yeah, 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 uh, yeah absolutely mm-hmm. I'll reach out um King of the north says uh festie's coming soon
6: now nah, festies is absolutely coming soon um uh, don't know when that date is coming, but it's a tentative launch date um <laughs> me and Graham have to get that out to the people <laughs> so I know you guys have been waiting for it um no, I don't think I got anything else man I just uh you would have told me that uh, starting this year, that we would do that episode where we were like, nah, are you coming through Tony or not? And <laughs> didn't show up that episode. But the end of the year, I, to finish I did, the year with that is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm.
5: I did say I extended the invite uh, to Tony at the beginning of the year. And uh, the, he did come through at the end. We did it. We did, it. We did <laughs> that.
6: Uh, we did do that. Um I don't know, man. I, I don't think I got anything else. Final words, I guess, is um, I'm right and I'm always right, man. I'm sorry. Man. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's the way. <laughs> That's the Happy way. Happy New
4: Year to everybody. Hope you Happy guys New Year. Be safe. safe nice. Yeah, it's, it's crazy out there. Uh, enjoy yourself. Don't drink too much, but definitely smoke too much. Yeah,
6: yeah. make it. Enjoy some Boston baked beans and, you know. <laughs>
5: We Come will on, see Watch you. That ball Some we will see you in 2023